Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Terrific. Okay, can you hear me okay? Oh. Yes, I can hear you okay. I can see you. You look fantastic, if I may say. Well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Excellent. And how does the day find you, Abby? Um, it's been pretty good. I was uh, doing, I was responding to people actually talking to them about the uh, Korok poster that I made. Um, the Korokologist. That's who we have on the show with us today. That's your officially <laughs> given to you on the uh, second episode of the Zelda podcast. Here you go. You now have that moniker. And because I'm a graphic artist, I will literally create like a little Korokologist uh, emblem for you. How about that? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> That's my most esteemed title I own now. Indeed, excellent. Now, do we have Mr. Hyrule Gamer uh, with us? Uh, I'm not sure. Can you hear? Yes, me? you are. You better be sure because I love you. And by the way, I can do that because I actually have Scottish that was ancestry. Pretty good. Okay, lots that was and love. Good. Oh, I don't, can you see me? I um, cannot see you, but if you want to be seen, that would be lovely. Uh, and you can just click I in the do. bottom left. There's a little button that says "Start Video." Oh yeah, it literally says "Start Video." Excellent. Okay, see, this makes I me. I should feel... be here. Oh, you are you a handsome boy? Let me just say, beautiful woman, handsome boy. What what's going on? Thank you. Come on. My fiance says uh, we say this all the time. It's like when you see beautiful people, tell them they're beautiful straight away, and then you just have it. It's said, and then you move on from there. So it's just the Zelda fan thing. We're all just beautiful. Yeah, just all beautiful yeah. inner and outer people. Yeah. Excellent. So, um, so I was just asking Abby how her day was. I think I went mm -hmm. into instantly promoting you and uh, saying, okay, there you go, coracologist. But that was me mm -hmm. jumping in on a tangent, interrupting. I apologize. Abby, if you wanted to finish, uh, um, complete your lovely story of how you've been uh, with myself and the listeners and, and with um, Hyrule Gaming with us, how have you been? I've, I've been great. Uh, yes, yeah, so other than that, I just kind of ate some lunch and then got ready for the podcast. So pretty easy day. Terrific. Here's to eating lunch, people. And that actually yeah. really... Because of your amazing snack segment, which I am enamored with to the <laughs> utmost. Be sure to go and grab yourself a snack or drink and send them in to get featured right here. And let's grab this mystery by the hand and get into it. Uh, I need that to take that segue. Thank you, Abby, uh, to show some love to... I don't know if you want me to... Is Hyrule Gamer fine or do you want me to... Uh, I'd, I'd prefer Adam, honestly. Adam! Okay, well, you know yeah. what? Adam, you are a brother... Abby, you are a sister from other misters and brothers from other mothers, because that is, as you said, Adam, the Zelda family. It's it's the real yeah. deal. It really is. There's a reason why the first episode of this podcast is called The Zelda Standard. And it is that in this way, which we manifest, we, we mm -hmm. put this out into the universe as this community that shows so much appreciation and love in the form of art, uh, community, uh, you know, gatherings like what this is, the, the Zelda podcast. Um, we try, I think we do our very, we do our own end of just showing so much love to the Eiji Anumas, to the uh, oh, yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto, to, to, you know, everyone involved with, uh, with, with, with Zelda to show them, look, thank you for being this series that honestly has never once rested on their laurels like that's probably yeah. why like i sense such good vibes off of both of you but that's me on another tangent adam how has your day been <laughs> honestly speaking nerve-wracking okay. um i rarely do um recorded things with other people i think it's just uh I've never done it before, but that's crazy to me. Honestly, just, yeah. Th since the moment we've started, it's like nerves have just settled. Skills, Everything's good, man. You're here. You guys yeah. are all here at five a.m. Giant hugs from Australia. Come on, <laughs> that's all good. Yeah. I can't believe how early you woke up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, I yeah. I'm just 
again omnidirectional with the whole network but my alma mater video game wise mm-hmm. is definitely zelda i'll give you a little kind of you know how we have to all say our zelda cred if you will that the young people say so shout out to 1999 1998 uh, obviously you know ocarina of time but i mm-hmm. first in earnest came into that zelda world with uh yeah in um curtain here we had the uh it was like pine trees and everything and i remember very distinctly going over to my friend's house in like 2001 or two and playing on their nintendo 64 majora's mask like i have a very vivid memory of being like a little munchkin and uh just yeah. seeing those giants lift up you know like that amazingly it's the it's the lynchian zelda that's what mm-hmm. uh majora's mask is but that's me again on a i think the third of i think i'm gonna just like a nice trilogy of tangents because from now on the love has to just be i want to signal boost you to amazing amazing folks so uh if you don't mind hg ladies first could we have abby's a zelda story shall we do that yeah sure let's so, go okay, abby I, go I think it. i actually uh didn't play it when i was younger I, I i started with skyward sword when i was in like middle school so i'm pretty excited about the uh remaster one that's coming out because that's actually the first experience i had with it um which is kind of cool because I'm pretty sure Skyward Sword is like the beginning of like the Zelda timeline, isn't it? Like, isn't it like one of the first? It might be. I think it's like the earliest in the timeline. But I'm gonna um, defer straight now to Mr. Zeldologist yeah, yeah. scholar here. Please there, there take it from the here, first buddy. in the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Okay. So you're coming uh, at, a, at a good time. Go for it. Yeah. So I played Skyward Sword. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I beat it, but like I only played it through like the one time when I was in middle school. So. I don't really remember. Um, and then I actually played Ogarina of Time for the first time a couple of years ago because I never got the chance to play it when I was younger and it was amazing. Um, and I was able to get a Switch this past year and played Breath of the Wild. And I I started Breath of the Wild probably like three different times on my friend's Switches because they've like let me play it. Um, and I like talked to the old man and got his, uh, the warm duble like three times. And I finally was able to play through it. Um, I just like played like 200 hours in, within like three weeks, like just straight <laughs> through. I was like the only thing I did for a that's, month. <laughs> that's incredible. That brings me so much joy. And it does speak to that sense that they really put themselves as a team, the Nintendo team, this Willy Wonka-esque kind of collective of the the years may come and go the mediums may come and go but they are just this as i said the zelda standard is they just put out absolute quality and i think honestly they are the the epitome of quality in in interactive uh in the interactive art form for sure and breath of the wild man here's another bit of an icebreaker man when i came when i i was i think i said this in the last episode but yeah, so I was playing Breath of the Wild and I, I just happened upon, as is one of the magical qualities of Breath of the Wild, which we will be experiencing in the sequel, which, you know, Bond of the Triforce, we're, we're vibing maybe that title. I think that would be a cool title. It would have that B-O-T-W, you know, B-O-T something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so I came across uh, naturally, maplessly, um, the Zora's Domain. And it, it I honestly heard like Howard Shaw's like Rivendell music in in, in my like in, in just like the recesses of my being, even mm-hmm. though obviously they have the beautiful soundtrack of the game, which I love so much, the understated sort of you know, gameplay first, you know, Koji Kondo in like in the background, which by the way, even even if they tried, this is another thing. They really tried. Look, we just want to go in the background with the music with Breath of the Wild. And even then Breath of the Wild 
is iconic music already. It's like, but you just hear a little bit of piano and so mm-hmm. hey, you know, not for lack of trying, they they tried to make it like a less music centric, koji kondro centric, but uh, all of those themes have been so beloved, and some of the kindred people yeah. um, who we're going to get on the show later with the Zelda Dungeon, they do those mm-hmm. amazing, uh, you know, the the what is it, the rankings? They try to rank the different songs and like uh, rank the wild, yeah, yeah, I've continuously ranking up. But yeah, so for me, in that we should do actually a little moment like that like discoverable magic moment uh of breath of the wild so for me it was coming across Zoro's domain i actually had a moment like i think i cried i was like oh my god this is like yeah. the actual um envisioning a one for one of what you know the 1980s shigeru miyamoto had in his mind mm-hmm. when he commissioned that painting of you know you know link looking yeah, on the yeah. horizon and that was the manifest so i had a real real moment uh myself there but mm-hmm. uh uh let's go so um Buddy, Adam, your moment, mm-hmm. and then we'll circle back to Abby of in Breath of the Wild, something completely dynamic, systemic, uh, or that you just happened upon it by chance. What was that moment for you? My favorite moment? Yeah. You would say? Um, it's tough because there's so many, to be honest. You can um, say one of the dragons. You can say that. That's just the thing. <laughs> I think I would say the dragons, actually. Oh, really? Oh, I was just throwing that out. Yeah. There. Mm. No, now that you say it, that does almost uh, bring the feeling back to me of seeing the dragon for the first time. Because in like past games, yeah, you had dragons, but they were always like confined to a space. Mm. And not to say you knew it was coming, but you knew something was coming. Mm. I was just walking across the um, the bridge of Hylia, and out of nowhere, I just look in the sky. There is a massive dragon. That was. That was something so surreal to me. I thought it was going to attack me, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I thought I was going to have to fight that thing. I was like, I've just started the game. Because I didn't go straight to Kakariko Village. I went straight to the bridge. Mm. Um, and that's one of the first things I saw after leaving the Great Plateau. Beautiful. So I was, to say the least, a little freaked out at first. But <laughs> I, qu- I quickly learned you don't have to fight them, which was mm. good. That's um, beautiful. How about you, Abby? Yeah. What was your Breath of the Wild moment that first comes to mind? Well, I mean, there's like a lot because like there was just uh, just like so many things that impressed me. Like the Korok Forest, I thought obviously is like one of my of favorite course. things. Look what's but, behind uh, you, of course. Going into <laughs> Hyrule yeah. Castle for the fr- first time and like kind mm. of it was almost like a one-to-one scale of like exploring through the castle. Um, I thought that was amazing. And then, but I think like my favorite detail is actually when you go into Rito Village around like really early in the morning in the game, you can actually hear uh, like the wind blowing through the pine trees and like i don't know if you've ever heard in real life but like i used to go fishing all the time really early in the morning and like Mm there the uh the wind blowing through like the fishing line would create like a humming noise and they actually had that noise in the game because the same thing happens when wind blows through pine trees or like really skinny trees it makes like just like such a unique sound and i was just blown away when i heard that i'm like they really included this tiny little detail in the game like they didn't have to do that but it just like it almost made me cry because i was so just like so Thank excited you. about it exactly yeah that that like the wind through the sort of the, the pine tree like that sort of whispering humming yeah it's beautiful yeah. and again a minutia uh that uh, you know they really as you said they didn't have to include and uh the longevity of breath of the wild is indicative and is a beautiful beautiful symptom of just how much that that team 
I actually say this of the God of War team as well, and I've spoken with the actress mm-hmm. who played uh, Freya, which we hope to have, and to have both of you back on the same Zoom as uh, the actress who played Zelda in Breath of the Wild, like getting some of the pre- maybe new cast members, maybe even, I don't know, want to be controversial, but the voice actor for Link, fingers, who knows? <laughs> like that is a huge controversial thing, but we will oh, yeah. get that exclusive. And I want you, Abby, and you, Adam, to have these... Uh, um, these, uh, by the way, we are the AAA podcast now. By the way, so Adam, Abby, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I would love for you uh, to to jump on the, that show mm-hmm. with me. I love connecting the creators yeah, cool. and the communities. So, and that's totally. as you saw with the Danielle episode. So mm-hmm. that would be really rad. And uh, yeah, so good vibes to that. But I'll tell you what, um, this trailer, which I mean, I'm obviously having so much fun. Uh, there was always this, always this element when you bring in new co-hosts uh, or just like riffing on you you, over, you you can sense an energy of like hey these people are kindred they're, they're rad on the same wavelength and but who knows like when the cameras come on who knows what happens just in the course of the past 50 minutes like you actually became sisters and brothers to me like that's so <laughs> wonderful you had such very kindred experiences with breath of the wild in particular and can we also say and i want to throw this to you adam the testament mm-hmm. really of a series that is in its quote-unquote latter years, even though, again, Zelda's timeless, mm-hmm. that whole thing of the premise oh, of yeah. the eternal of the, the sacred feminine being supported by the sacred masculine, uh, the mm-hmm. dysfunctional masculine represented by Ganon, all of that. Like, that'll always be eternal. But can, can you just yeah. speak to how, like, we are 35-plus years now into this game's legacy, and mm-hmm. not only has the standard not dropped, but now you actually struggle to get someone talking about Ocarina. It's all about Breath of the Wild. So can you speak to I that? Mean, that's just that really breath of the wild sort of um i get i guess for lack of a better term reignited the series in a sense not in the sense that it had died but just maybe the flame had went down a little breath of the wild put the series ablaze once again like it had the same effect ocarina of time did they just i was amazed at how different but also amazing that game was like i went into it thinking this is going to be something big, but I didn't realize how big that was that was going to be and how impactful it was. Um, you see how many fans are both new to the series and coming back to the series, which I didn't expect. I expected new fans because it was different. It was open world. But I didn't expect so many old fans who grew up in Ocarina of Time, A Link to the Past, to come back and just fall in love with this. Yeah, It's something special for sure. It really, really well and truly is. And I like that we have a couple of different generations represented here. I would say, I would hazard, and this may be just maybe a a credit to your, like, looking after yourself, every, like, skincare routine or whatever, but you seem like the youngest of us. (laughs) I say this, my fans, and I talk about I think I would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, I think Abby would be. But Adam, hold on a second. Here's the thing. Um, I say this to, yeah, and I'll just get my spiel out because it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I like to go on these little mini tangents, these Trojan horse tangents of, like, uh, my fiance says like the best skincare is great. Like, like looking after, like the best makeup is great skincare or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I actually have this thing in my friend group or whatever. I can point to like, who's like from Hyrule and both of you could so easily be from Hyrule. Like obviously you on that Hylian sphere, um, Abby, and then buddy, come on, you and me, we're just a bunch of cackery. Exactly. You, 
you you and I are just a bunch of Kakariko villagers. We're just trying to just trying to make our way in the world, you know. Like I could see us as we, like we could farm. we could all definitely fit in. Yeah. yeah, we are farmer brothers, and then I would be because with this stuff here. Can you? So I had this tattooed long, long time ago. I designed this mm-hmm. these symbols that have this. Um, uh, it's actually taken from what is in nature called morphogenesis, which is this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's the the manner in which nature makes patterns, and I coming off of some army accident stuff or whatever back in 2005 even i was like creating these patterns in the margins of my books just i'm gonna teleport you to like 2017 when we first saw this teaser i had a very similar thing with um devil may cry 5 as well uh where i was like what is going on and i started seeing like my exact patterns like showing up oh true i know and it's trippy man like and this one is called organopy, which is like organic canopy. And it's mm-hmm. based on, there's a Japanese word for uh, kumorebi or something. It is, it is, and I have, I love these untranslatable words and Breath of the Wild is full of this. It is mm-hmm. the shape that leaves make, uh, the shape that the shadows of leaves make on the ground, you know, and that like okay. dappled light kind of thing. And frankly, you know, I, I also do that game company podcast which is talking about the journeys of the world pathless these therapeutic games i let's do a round table on that abby like you mentioned and i, I love that you kind of teed us up to discuss that is uh how zelda has these like breath of the wild in particular has this component of like escapism in a way where you can just actually play it to relax you know like can mm. you speak to that um yeah i mean like there's a lot of just like serene places in the game um like, I just, I like it. I actually really like, uh, I always end up going to the same shrine in the game. Uh, the one, the one town, uh, what's, what's the name of it? The town that you make, uh, that you like help build. It's like a side quest, but like, I would always go there. Go um, for it, hey, just to, like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, whenever there's like a question of lore, I'm like, go, go for it, Adam. <laughs> uh, I believe it's Terrytown. That's yeah, right. Terrytown. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, I would always go there just cause it's like the music's all nice. Uh, the God, the fairy goddess is like right next, uh, the fairy Brown's like right next to the town. Like I would just always go keep going back to that place because it's just like so relaxing and like, it's just a cute little town with all the, the little villagers and it's just nice that you helped build it too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So there you go. And I love how each in your own way unto yourselves embody that, as I like to call it, just the good vibes of, of, of the Zelda mm-hmm. community. Like you're, I'm looking at anthropomorphized congealed versions and coalescences of, of good vibes. So love and light to you both. You can't take it. You cannot take it for granted. Uh, we went, met up pretty quickly. This is episode first time. And I would I honestly feel like I've been riffing with you guys forever, like literally on the same page about Zelda. So good vibes. Um, so I figured at this point, I should probably um, dive into what is now, if, if you've seen, and I'm going to flash the graphic in the edit here is uh, mm-hmm. searching the skies, which is a, um, I believe I've made it an eight-part series, uh, which is, believe it or not, as strange externally as it may seem, or as like maybe fanboyishly granular. Honestly, we just we get the trailer, we look at it in like a couple of different seconds increments, and genuinely, guys, I did this back in the day with Death Stranding. It was so additive doing that. We called that one threading the strands. You know, um, I, I I like naming things. <laughs> so searching the sky. So we we would be now. I have actually the screen in front of me. And if you can find a screen next to you or bring up a window, um, if we wanted to go through the trailer, this latest 
amazing trailer for Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, yeah, the sequel. And just going through it, uh, we're going to go 15 seconds at a time. Um, frankly, mm -hmm. now it's almost like you spoiled all future guests because now I just want you guys for the rest of them. <laughs> Honestly, that would be so great. But there's no pressure um, at all. So would you guys be kind of even this early on into the recording? Would you be up for coming back? I don't know. It's up yeah, to you. sure. That'd be fun. Yeah, Excellent. I'd definitely be. And I will do my very best as my producer Boffin hat to get some, I'm going to get Rivali's voice actor. I'm going to get the person who did the Foley art, like with a translator from Japan. Like I want to get those un, like uh, criminally unsung voices like right here. Yeah, that'd be, that'd connected be with you. Yeah, connected with you guys. And that's what, uh, you know, the network with the just topic podcasts have actually really opened doors for that, like with the God of War as well. So good vibes for that. Um, so if you, Adam, uh, do you think mm -hmm. we, Abby? Shall we dive in? Let yes. us do this. So now I'm I, I'm betting that you guys have it all queued up already because you're a bunch of yeah on the ball boffins, and you would expect yeah. me to be the same. <laughs> First of all, this is also me uh, demoing Elgato and the Sony all at, running at once. Am I mm -hmm. coming through all clear and all that 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 good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Am I? Uh, am I okay? Yeah, yeah. You're coming through perfectly. Cool. Um, you know what we're gonna do. I'm going to actually, because I like to tangent and flow. Folks, if you thought that we were going to dive into, <laughs> come on, searching the skies before talking about Abby's fucking incredible art. And yes, we can swear on this podcast, even though we try, we'll probably inherently keep it mostly PG. But mm -hmm. let, let, let's just say you made like, it's your art is overwhelmingly beautiful, Abby. Mm -hmm. Like, Thank you so uh, much. I actually... I started like I I always used to draw like I was I was obsessed with like drawing Pokemon when I was younger like I made my own Pokemon cards, um, and just like I've lately been uh, drawing mostly gifts for people or just like stuff I want in my room, um, but then like I got so much like positive feedback about it and they're like hey you should make a art account you should try selling stuff and so I actually started the um, my art Instagram like in the very beginning of May. Um, and it's been pretty great since. <laughs> yes, it has been. We will be signal boosting the heck out of it too. We have a consolidated YouTube of about 39K subscribers. <laughs> so I'm going to get as many people eyeballs on your art as possible. Same with yourself, uh, Adam. Just <laughs> exactly like, yeah, signal boosting both of you, but a little bit more on this Korok Arboretum. Like, I love it so much. Um, yeah, like, and I came across it obviously on the uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Zelda, where it got, and I'm just going to have my mini moment of grievance here. I encounter this a lot on Reddit, uh, where they just decide to lock or delete threads or whatever, and I just have a pang to my heart of like, oh my god, her her post was really like up there, and I'm, I'll say right now, and I'll speak for all of them, uh, I like to just kind of be this sort of avatar of like conveying the good vibes to you because a lot of people there's a bit of a timidness on the internet with like actually voicing like there are the silent upvoters who are great but i like to kind of just take in that collective spirit of appreciation and like push it like and, and give voice to it so honestly as you have it there beautifully framed behind you i'm actually gonna actually, loop this is a, a similar one i made of like different mushrooms different mushrooms because um, the quark one didn't actually come in yet because i posted it and okay. uh, I ordered it like the day I finished it and I posted it like all the same day. <laughs> Amazing. I do the same with Michelabra, my own art and stuff, the patterns, t-shirts. I, I order them and then I keep them around the house and stuff for show. But I'm going to leap, I'm going to loop uh, Adam into this. So your thoughts, my friend, on Abby's art. Come on. 
I basically saw it yesterday, and I thought it was really amazing, to be honest. The Korok ones were not different. It was just... I, I don't mean to, to be that person, but it was outstanding. That was the thing. It, it was really good. I loved it. I even like showed my girlfriend it because she um huh. she like adores Koroks. So I sent it to her and she said it was amazing as well. Huh. So. Thank you. So, yeah, they were a lot of fun to make. <laughs> Actually I, yeah. I've been I've been drawing them um for a while. I have like a couple other things. Like uh I don't know if you've ever seen like acrylic pore painting, but I've mm -hmm. tried like cutting out pieces of like the pore paintings and like uh to make it like shaped like a Korok because it like looks like the designs of like wood. Um, but I definitely liked designing these because they were just, I don't know, like, I, I love trees and I love nature and, um, the Koroks are like the epitome of like a little forest spirit. So they've always just been oh, like yeah. my favorite character from any game. <laughs> One million percent. And here's my, okay, maybe some eye rolling from some of the munchkins who do want to get over to, uh, searching the skies. We're getting there, believe me, but you're on the tangent taking network. So here we go. I... This might sound sappy or even a bit hippie-ish, but frankly, if you go all the way back before institution psychology, even storytelling, you just had straight up, like you just had nature and nature, this deference, as you saw my fellow Australian, Good Blood, that documentary that outlines, you know, that Shinto deference to nature that, that, that Zelda has very much at the core of its messaging, even Final Fantasy to some degree is this thing of the crystal, which representative of nature, but basically the idea that, uh, It'll always be there to catch you. It's always there for you. I think that's probably something that struck a chord symbolically with Breath of the Wild is that that's why it fit. It's like it was like finally giving voice to that like little Okinawa and, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto story, which we all heard of him, you know, out in the fields and stuff like mm -hmm. it's like he took that spirit of what that was and, and, and put it into the game. I notice I'm doing this <laughs> gesture a lot because there's just a lot a lot to channel in terms of my love for this series and like uh and you guys is again when I'm, I'm hearing you sort of tell your stories but uh uh i know obviously the koroks have some shared dna with princess mononoke's uh little nature spirits which we just dived into a little bit for the elden ring podcast but uh um let's do a quick little princess mononoke round table okay so abby have you seen princess mononoke uh, I've heard, I've seen like references to it. I, that's like the there's like a wolf, right? Or yeah. Maybe not. Did you see my eyes widen? <laughs> I, I just yeah, got I just sure. got an instant stress because lady, please love and light. I, if I have to send because I love sending and fettedly sending shouts to creators who are like as humble boffins as you both are. And guess what? Not anymore. All of your support uh, outlets are going to be in the description to really signal boost the heck out of both of you. And yeah, I will kind of. I'll I'll kind of PayPal spam you and, and spam you guys until you watch certain films. I'm I'm kidding, but but I would love you both. Uh, actually, I don't know, Adam. Have you seen Princess Mononoke? No. Okay, uh, I'm. But do I have I to have go shirtless? I have gone shirtless on this on this fucking show before. I you watch my Death Stranding. I lose it sometimes when I'm like, "Are you <laughs> fucking kidding?" <laughs> okay, so listen. Okay. Taking it down, centering and zenning. So especially, and I'll just say this, you know, Abby, when you said this thing of uh, resonating with the Koroks, yeah, so all of Prince, and yeah, I'm, I, don't worry, it's cool. I, I, I love my Zelda shirt. I don't want to ruin it. It's all good, you know. Um, <laughs> but please, both of you, uh, the DNA of the primary source, and this is my fiance talks about this all the time, is like the primary source for 
Devil May Cry is William Blake and Paradise Lost. So when you learn some of that, it actually super duper enhances your appreciation of the thing itself. And my goodness, if I could like get you guys back on for your Princess Mononoke impressions, oh, I'd be I'd be over the moon. It would be so wonderful to hear, you know, the younger Munchkins like talk about it. I don't, I, you guys are just <laughs> I'll fully definitely, I'll definitely watch it. I'm always looking for new things to watch. <laughs> wonderful. So love and light to you both for that. And yeah, so I cannot wait. I really cannot. And all I'll say for people listening out there is is um so yeah, motifs of get your checklists out <clears throat> get my glasses uh corrupted left arms uh check um uh, certain certain uh, uh kind of um spirits that sort of navigate very quickly like you know you've probably seen some of those clips of the guardian you know like that mm-hmm. first 2015 trailer absolutely check i mean that's again it's not too much of a spoiler but the opening scene is just right there breath of the wild um palette we're talking you know character design absolutely so good vibes all around so the 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 dna is very strong there so my completely impromptu miyazaki tangent for you both right there so (laughs) yeah but i I honestly and we have to like cap this off perfectly because not only am i the taker of tangents i am the rememberer of tangents um so frankly abby it is a shoe and i would love to have a print of just the aberration would be amazing yeah i'll whenever that that's up right now on your etsy or something um, oh, of the of the Koroks. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up right now, but I don't. Uh, I have to look more into international shipping because I actually opened the shop like this month. So okay. I'll look into that and get back okay. to you. Thank you. I'm glad that I. Can <laughs> or, or just make maybe make an exception, even if it is a challenge. Just make All one right. for you because like. I've got a forwarding address because I don't want to mess you up administrationally. I'm, I very much understand that because I've got stores in, of my own. Uh, Adam, you yourself as well have, I think, a bit of a Hyrule Gamer store happening with like your shirts and stuff. Kind of, yeah. yeah it's do. um, oh, what's the company called? I should remember that. Teespring is through that. Um, I'm very new mm. to selling anything. I actually had someone help set up, mm. so I basically I made I made one of those designs, and that was my whole inside joke of like things that are Zelda cheaper from a while mm. ago. But the rest was all stuff. Um. I had a friend um, who's also a moderator on my Discord server help me make everything. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask about anything <laughs> with that. But oh boy, I'm gonna um, just low key, no pressure, and like I don't take mm-hmm. any fees or anything. But I like to just as this, uh, I have that producer, I'm host, but also producer. So I always mm-hmm. have these thoughts of like, you should totally do this. I'm gonna put you in the room with this person, so then you can have yeah. this opportunity. So I'm gonna just be that person being like, hey because i'll literally buy it like i just want a mm-hmm. hyrule gamer shirt i want not only abby i'm gonna say this i would love a uh, uh the print you know of the entire arboretum at a however high resolution i also want an arboretum um uh, shirt i think and honestly I you know think- what you should do a shirt for each of those amazing little korok babies i was thinking i would be like if i did like format it like one little korok here and then like the full poster on the back i think would be uh pretty totally. cool <laughs> Absolutely. I need to figure out a website to do that from. Absolutely. And and look into also this in Celtic mythology, which, you know, sometimes Zelda dips into um, and, and, and Scotland, Scotland as well. Um, there's uh, association symbolically, spiritually, mythologically with certain trees. So you've actually named them all. You have cedar, you have willow. So look into that and um, pop some of those motifs in the description so people can be like, interesting. So maybe my grandma, who probably has no idea what Zelda is, will just see this, think it's cute and like, ah, okay. So that kind of goes outside the Zelda sphere. So um, 
also in the edit all throughout i've been popping up clips of you guys like your art your mm-hmm. stuff adam i do love my editing and i do love my zoom masks as well so i'm kind of while all the people are on discord i'm sort of waving the zoom flag because it is so convenient i mean what do you reckon we'll just do a quick little tech thing uh pretty easy to sign up pretty easy to like sort it out right zoom you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and also i'm not sponsored i just love the program <laughs> yeah all right um radness so Uh, and you know what I like to do is you guys, as well as being my amazing guests, I like to kind of loop people in as like co-hosts as well. So my host over on the uh, Elden Ring podcast, uh, he has d- dubbed him. Actually, I dubbed him the interjector. So you can, even though we've just like started riffing, if you're like, Albert, you're on a bit of a tangent. It is time to get back to searching the sky. Yes, I think I saw Adam. <laughs> Thank you. It's obviously show one. No, I, I was just listening. No, no, you're amazing. By show three. Abby, I want you to like straight up be like Albert. Come on, let's wrap yeah. things up, buddy. All right. So, I think I'm also in a space of just savoring so much. Like I love Zelda. I love both of you so much. You are so representative of 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 what I love most about the Zelda community, which is creative, which is uh, earnest and very talented. Obviously, uh, and look, we haven't talked about it much, but you look fantastic as your highly unself, Abby. Well done. <laughs> very beautiful. <laughs> And uh, my beautiful Adam, come on, another another giant hug before searching the skies. Okay, big giant hug. And also, don't worry, I'm not all like corrupted or whatever. I've been planning this sleeve for a long time. Uh, <laughs> It yeah, does look yeah. pretty sick. Thank you, man. Um, it's had a couple of different iterations, but that whole thing of yeah, uh, if you look at the Last Guard, in which we also do the Fumito Ueda podcast, that character has like tattoos all over them, and. Frankly, we will dive into this. Uh, it always trips me out that I start seeing weirdly like myself, like with V from Devil May Cry, which we do the Devil May Cry podcast. But <laughs> okay, okay, it's time to say it. I'm one of those. I love Breath of the Wild, but before Breath of the Wild became my favorite, I'm anticipating the chorus of like "whoa," especially the the ego the ego raptor crowd. I loved, and I for me, it's my number two is Skyward Sword. Absolutely. Maybe we'll do b- right before jumping in. Let's just do a quick roundtable of number one, just number one and number two. So, Abby, favorite Zelda, and then your second favorite Zelda. Okay. Well, my favorite is Breath of the Wild. Like, I think there's just no comparison. Like, yeah. there's just so much to do in that game, and you learn, you constantly like learn new things every time you play, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's a, it's truly a masterpiece. I think it's probably the greatest game ever made, <laughs> honestly. <Yeah. laughs> All right, and second favorite? Second, yeah, second favorite. Uh, well, I mean, I've actually only played Ocarina of Time. I've actually, or I played uh, Twilight Princess a little bit, but I didn't finish it. Um, I don't know. I I think I I'm a little biased because Skyward Sword was my sec- uh, was my first game I played, but I just loved like flying around on the loft wings, even though it was just in the beginning. <laughs> but I thought like being up in the sky was so cool. So. Probably that is my second favorite. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I fuck. Sorry, I love loft wings, and I am Adam. The 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 little I have a little loft wing shrine. I I pray to it every night that we will get flyable loft wings in Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> I would, that, that would be that. something. You know what I mean? I love that. I love I'm loft wings. So say again, Abby. No, I said I'm really hoping because like I saw I saw the sky and I'm like, oh my gosh, if they bring back the loft wings, and also it's like. They're remastering Skyward Sword right before, like, right before they announce it. So yeah, 
straight up and and this thing of which we haven't even talked about it's it's sort of the gigantic elephant in the room right now which is the switch pro or not see i can't say that yet sorry uh, there's a lot of uproar but i quite like the idea of the switch oled or the switch o um you know we can do a round table on that but before that albert you can't take a round table in the middle of a round table <laughs> adam number one zelda number two zelda go number one twilight princess Number two. Mm. Breath of the Wild. Join the club. Join the yeah, Skyward Sword club. <laughs> Skyward Sword's up there for me. It, okay. It's definitely in the top five, but number one and two for me is Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild. Oh, sure. I love it. Okay, so we have two BOTW Skyward Swords, you and I, Abby. And then we have, doesn't surprise me, buddy. Uh, and you know what? A uh, little mini because I'm an old man, Tangent, I played Skyward, so I played uh, Twilight Princess. Uh, believe it or not, I used to be in the army, and uh, I would play that thing right up until I had to put on my camouflage and go to work oh, and yeah. stand in an armory and lie to myself about what I should be doing in my life. <laughs> uh, Which I felt, uh, version of the game was that? Uh, was that the, the GameCube or the Wii version? Well, this was the Wii version, 2006, baby. And yeah, uh, yeah so every... Uh, Abby, you've seen um, Adam's like channel, like with the uh, Hyrule Gamer and stuff, like probably, yeah. Yeah, I checked it out a little bit. <laughs> Rad. He he, and yeah, I can see you liberally uh, have the beautiful um, motifs of the soundtrack of, uh, um, I, I love yeah, Twilight Princess. You know, it's yeah. it's sort of a now when I hear that, then I think you'll be. You take this praise now. When I hear that, da, 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 like when I hear that, yeah, yeah, I'm just—it's Hyrule Gamer. I'm like, have I had my snack? Have I watched Hyrule Gamer today? It's like even when I'm watching it completely surprisingly, unrelated, I know that that's gonna happen. Yeah. Surprisingly, that you're not the only person to tell me that. There has been a few people who've left comments saying, <laughs> "Whenever I hear this sound effect, even when I'm playing, I think, oh, that's the that's Hyrule Gamer." That like, <laughs> amazes me that people like think that because yeah. to also, me, I'm just like. That's Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. You just made the entire team, which I hopefully like I manifest for like the actual like mm -hmm. team themselves with Japanese subtitles, whatever, whoever, Nintendo of America, whoever can pass the message on. The fact that you in 2021, post Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, post Breath of the Wild are like, excuse me, Twilight Princess is my number one. Yeah. You just yeah. made them all like collectively squeeze their knees and blush and like, oh my god, he still loves our game from 2006. Yeah, you know, which is good vibes all around to you. So, all right. I think we should do it. I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but here's my transition. The the coin coin transition. Is that are you gonna come into focus for me? Is are you gonna do that? No? Damn it. Anyway, there it is. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that looks awesome. Anyway. I was going to maybe start a motif of every time we do these searching the skies, I do some <laughs> fancy effect. I need to enroll in the uh, Hyrule Gamer School of Transitions. You know, <laughs> you can help me with that. Right. All right, Boffins. We've got this trailer. One minute and 40 seconds. And here we go. Fun, fun, fun. And it's, yeah, so basically the first 15 seconds. So here we go. Time code 003005. Da, 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 da. So obviously what we have here and for as much positivity as we've been, you know, uh, <laughs> radiating as like a couple of boffins, you know, the first 15 seconds of this trailer is just Ganon. <laughs> Fuck, <Yeah. laughs> he's back. Like that is, um, you know, a lot of people like yourself, Hyrule Gamer, we have, you know, that I call them um, 
the faculty. You know, you have Professor Zeltic, <laughs> you have oh, assistant yeah. professor. He would be, he would be the know. head of the department. Exactly. You know, and Zeldon. By the way, this is our shout out to you if you're tuning in. I've tagged you a bunch of times. Jump on the show. Uh, up and coming, amazing Zeldologists, as I like to call them collectively, and um, also Zelda Lore, who I think is this. Uh, he's a uh, I think a Spanish, Spanish? channel. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've I've did a a video with him before. He's really cool. Fantastic. So it is. I like I, instead of I don't like the word crowded. I like the word loving. There's just so much like like you you have to sort of move the crowd aside. Like that's how much love mm-hmm. there is for for Zelda. And and I I mean this unfettedly. And I said this in messages, but it, it's going to be on the show. It's going to happen right now. Get ready. So Abby is my favorite community Zelda artist. Right, that's now in the that's canon not, that is established. <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot of Zelda artists out there, and they're all very talented. And see, I was anticipating that. Obviously, that always, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the same from Adam. Like, no, no, please stop being so humble. We're almost, I'm in Australia, so I'm like, fucking shut up, fucking love you. You know, <laughs> if you have seen, that's how we talk in Australia. Uh, comes from love. So, I, when I, without a doubt, I can't wait to see more of of, especially with the nature leaning that kind of grounded which you know like Guillermo del Toro for example like he in Pan's Labyrinth like he will integrate some of his art uh, and like his concept artists or whatever they'll they'll have it done in a certain way where you don't you'd almost you just wouldn't immediately place it as from the world of Zelda like if I came across like the Korok Arboretum in like the behind the scenes of the upcoming Amazon like Lord of the Rings series like in just a book you would just it's just it's sort of done in this way which is in world you know and that's why as out of pie in the skies this may seem not even that much because you know stranger things have happened i'm manifesting and we will be clipping this out later in the in the timeline of you and i uh yeah abby and and, and adam I'm, I'm not done with you adam get ready for this <laughs> the love is real so abby i manifest for you that Nintendo of America will be like, we need some in in-game assets for this in-lore tome. We finally gone 4K. That's it. This is Switch 3 or something. Can you, who by at this stage in the timeline will have developed blossomed completely, you already are blossoming, but you will be tapped on the shoulder. It's like, hey, so we've been following you along in the Zelda community. Uh, this is not out of the likelihood of happening of like uh, the community art actually melding and becoming part of what's created like the beyond good and evil which we do uh joseph gordon let it like joseph gordon levitt he channels the community for the art for the games you're going to be one of those pioneering female artists that like can end up getting chosen by nintendo of america to develop some in-game like tomes of like ah oh, some illustrations you know in the That'd you know be... in god of yeah, totally am <laughs> i am i would you would you dig that or what come on oh my god i mean that's like a, the dream but Fuck <laughs> I, yeah. hopefully i don't know one day maybe a dream but only my, up until my dream when i was a kid happen. was actually to be like the pokemon a pokemon concept artist like that was like so if i if nintendo wanted to hire me i'd take it in a heartbeat <laughs> and you know what was what will what will be rad because i'm manifesting this additionally for you uh we haven't even dived into our other sister show which is adam i wonder what it's called it's Instagram, the Pokemon podcast. I grabbed that. You can see all of my love for this Breath of the Wildian game, Pokemon Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, and I am going to get crafty with the edit. You are also, all of you going to cringe right now because I am going to play right now as a preview. Uh, as a munchkin in Italy, we had the Pokemon, obviously the series, and there was a singer called Giorgio Vanni who did this amazing what is my destiny you know dragon ball like he would do the you know italian versions of these theme songs and um 
the Pokemon song. Here we go. Done. So when you're listening to this back, maybe you'll have rolled your eyes. Maybe. I, I actually suspect a lot of you will have been dancing along because Giorgio Vanni, Pokemon theme song, you know, gotta catch them all. Like, come on. Like, I'm allowed to be daggy. I don't care what people think. <laughs> so, Abby, this is automa- obviously automatically an invitation to when we do get more from Pokemon Arceus. Did you want to come on the Pokemon podcast and like riff? I, I would, I'm getting the game like as soon as it comes out. So, <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, so but I've got you on for that one, the Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> get you on a damn show with the creator of Pokemon. Boom. You know? Adam, I would, I would freak out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to happen. So just put that in your calendar. Adam, right. we live in a post-COVID Zoom-tastic era where people like the, the Zoom highways have just been established like Death Stranding style. Like that is now paved. COVID kind of, you know, um, yeah. expedited that, you know. A lot of people are willing to just jump on a Zoom call now, you know. And so I, oh, yeah. I really do want to get... I'm. Guys, Bill Trinan is going to be on this show, and I'm going to have you both on the show with Bill Trinan, okay? The, the, the real Bill Trinan? Oh, yes. Do you understand? Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want to put in a pressure on, but you can totally, if you want to say, will you be on that show with me and Bill? I can be on the show, yeah. Okay, Abby, would you like to come on? Yes, very much. Vibing, vibing. By the way, you know how it's like if you're not vibing with like a bunch of you have a signal like you you tug your ear you scratch your nose there's been mm-hmm. none of that <laughs> with you guys so I've, I've definitely scratched my hair a few times but that's just because the headphones keep getting caught yeah. in it so. okay so um abby it seems as though adam and i like the friendship was you know it, it was over before it began um i'm so <laughs> sorry to say this uh you know i'm really sad adam what happened between us <laughs> anyway so i can say <laughs> who can say but good vibes good freaking vibes and i love our little impromptu pokemon tangent as well poke tangent but um we'll do the traditional round table of this first 15 seconds look it is a lot of ganon uh i'm gonna render my completely you know i, I read symbolism into this so emerging from the bottom left so bottom mm-hmm. obviously symbolically the depths represents the darkness in the prologue of skyward sword you know, we're talking about the creatures emerging from the depths. And so remember, the art of the trailer is something that I massively uh, send enormous love to. Like trailer editors are artists who never get any credit. So we want to get some of them on the show too, because a trailer has to be, a, like the best trailers at least, the ones who really care about telling a story, are mini, mini cosms. Like they're micro versions of what we will be experiencing in the game. Uh, in Italian, the word for um, left, left-handed, is sinistro so sinister so for the for the malice to be emerging from the bottom left hand side left hand side of the screen completely in terms of cinematography rules in terms of cinematographical visual art symbolism is absolutely perfect and this thing is just flaring out and um abby clearly ganon is back uh this first 15 seconds of the trailer what do you reckon i mean i think i think it's it's crazy i think like it it ties in well because the last thing we saw was uh from like the last the original trailer was like the castle like you see like the explosion underneath and you see ganon turn his head like and the eyes light up and like it just ends and they're like what like and then they leave us for how many years has it been since the trailer like 
two, yeah, right? Um, two, 2019. Yeah, two a different years, world, and frankly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, then you see him like with like his arms rising up and like the calamity coming. Like oh, it's just, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah, we'll, we have a few, a couple of flashes. So the first flash, interestingly, and I love this symbolically too, is that we see that that red mist emerging and so then immediately sets that dark sinister tone. Uh, but the first flash we get is actually Link, which is, you know, um, uh, there's that whole thing of, you know, you would know about this, Adam, the, the flip of, of what is his left arm, right arm, whatever. <laughs> I like to think that it'll be this left arm so that it will fit symbolically. Uh, even though we see him with the right arm there, it's like sinistro, like let's let's add that symbolism. It doesn't matter really, but um, uh, but yeah, so for me, I love the idea that instead of Z Ganon appearing first, it is, is Link, um, our link to this saga, our link to this series. I have been wondering, Adam, to run you by something is mm -hmm. there was something done beautifully with Skyward Sword where we got to retroactively explain the design of the Hylian shield. Now, that is a, that is a Skyloftian Loftwing. When you look at that Ocarina of Time, you know, uh, shield, mm -hmm. that's unmistakable. So I think they are masters, you know, that is a very convoluted timeline. I'm in that dark, dark soul sphere. We know about convoluted timelines, <laughs> you know, Miyazaki and, and, and Kojima. Yeah. And so we can vibe with that. But I think that with this title, there's a reason why, Abby, as you pointed out, uh, you know, we have the Skyward Sword stuff happening. There's a reason why all of this is happening very close, you know, uh, with Skyward Sword. And, and I think what they're doing is especially with that later, not in this 15 seconds, but with the opening shot of him, you know, doing his, you know, Tom Cruise jumping off the plane, you know, going <laughs> down. Um, we are we are being subconsciously kind of nudged to be like, I know you might be thinking Majora's Mask, but let me also bring in these skyward sword vibes of going back into the origins and the thousands of years ago and stuff so uh i'll start with um adam loop it back to you abby um see how i like to balance out just make sure everyone has the same um how much of uh what we've seen from this trailer and then i think maybe in this 15 seconds i guess but uh I, we can broaden it broaden it up outside of the mm -hmm. 15 why not because that's the whole premise is just taking whatever tangents feel natural that we will get a lot of retroactive explaining of long-held things. Like, will we get the explanation for Link's name? Are we going to get that? Is he the Link? Will mm -hmm. actually, will Zelda actually say, ah, or whoever will actually dub him, like the, the person that links these things? Will we get that solo moment of like, you know, we get his name explained in that way? Go for it, Adam. Given the changes and everything new that the first game did, I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that in this game. Mm. I, th I think obviously we are in the dark, but I definitely could see something like that happening, especially if we are going into the past because of how, I guess you say, modern a game this is, they have a lot of opportunities to explain a lot of stuff from the past that we've never really known the answer to. Mm. And I think they're starting to realize that fans love that sort of stuff. So... Um, I mean, if, if they just look on Twitter, for example, yeah. they'll know that everyone's obsessed with things like that. Mm. I think there is a possibility we could learn that. And even if not that, we're definitely going to learn a lot about Link. Or maybe a former Link. There's going to be a lot of Link. Let's say that. <laughs> a lot of Link. Straight, you know, uh, if I'm crafty with the edit, 
please don't be lazy, Albert. Please do this, future Albert. <laughs> straight out of Link, like straight out of Compton. Like, can you just? There you go. Done. Okay. So for the people watching that, you know, okay, let's just have a little moment. Park, park the Zelda bus. <laughs> In the internet era, Abby, can you speak to this? So we're, you know, we creators, you know, editors, artists, whatever. We are in such an instant gratification era. People constantly scrolling past that. You know, there was someone talking about how like someone will like pick their nose on 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 TikTok and get like seven million views, and then someone who had multi cameras and like spent ages of time uh, that that won't get the same. Um, we often put content like Abby. Just commiserate with me. We put we work really hard on stuff that a lot of people scroll past, right? Like that just happens, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that I, that happens, but um, I think honestly, like any comment I get on something, just like I appreciate it so much because it just like shows that like one person supported, it and it's like, no, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. Look, that was a very emotionally self-resourceful kind of premise of like, you know what? In in the face of that, we talked about this on the Eldering podcast. That is really admirable. And Abby, that's rad. You speak of someone <laughs> as someone beyond your years in terms of having come to peace about that. Um, we had Zozuba, who's this amazing Naruto-inspired artist on the Elden Ring podcast. He talked about how he had that, he was leaning into like, oh, I, I just noticed myself making art just for likes and it became disingenuous and it became, you know, you know, uh, inauthentic to himself. And then he just said, look, I'm just going to do things for myself. And then if anything happens on top of that, yeah. go for it. And you may have noticed like the 39K main thing for me, that's the signal boosting one, but all the individual outlets, yeah, 20 views, 10 mm -hmm. views. For me, it's just to make, about making the quality thing and the world can take as long as it wants to eventually uh, discover yeah, exactly. that person. Yeah, there's no such thing exactly. as an overnight success or whatever. And like it should never be the, yeah, go for it, Abby. As I said, like when um, when I first started my account, and like uh, I I would put I would put stuff out, and like especially like after the uh, the mushrooms I did, because those kind of blew up on Reddit. I was like scared. I'm like, well, now what if I go back to like the stuff I was doing at the beginning, or like depending on what like will people still like it like like my account if I don't just draw mushrooms all the time? Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, you know what, I should just keep doing what I like because that's why people will follow. That's why people followed me in the first place. So. They should continue, and if, if they don't like it, they can unfollow. It's As long as I'm doing what makes me happy, then um, the right people should follow. <laughs> that gets one of these from me. And then me I made because, the Korok, yeah. so... <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Whatever flows goes, I say. So whatever like actually comes naturally, you know, as a, as a byproduct of you just being who you are, creating this chronicle of art, uh, that's wonderful. And it gives me so much hope. And then I actually hope in this way, you know, I'm very... I, stay in that positive sphere that's important i do have my darknesses and stuff but i i but one thing i do like doing and i dip into this this is because now adam is my twilight he's my dark you're the bright side you know <laughs> abby but he's my twilight princess guy that i'm like you know what i'm actually adam i'm gonna guilt some people on this elgato wave 3 asmr all right mm -hmm. if you don't go to abby's store and abby's outlets right now and follow her and support her <laughs> I will find you and I will unfollow you. I will follow you, then unfollow you, okay? So this is me speaking to those people. And, and that's same... worse than just a standard unfollow. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. That's exactly what I intended. So you know what? Thank you. And the very same with my pal, brother, sister over here. Come on, both of you. But yeah, do it for do the same thing for Hyrule Game Up, because I swear, man. Yeah, let's just say I'll just send bad vibes to you. I hope you stub your toe if you don't. <laughs> okay. okay.
<laughs> See, that's as actually earnestly aggressive as I can actually get. But uh, fucking do it. There's, there's my Australian. <laughs> there's my just straight up. Just do it because they're amazing. Like, look at these lovely people. And and you know what? I know that you're both plugged into your uh, Zelda spheres. Um, mm-hmm. If you end up having a vibey experience and enjoying it and want to open up to conversations like that, like we really are that omnidirectional. Like we just any tangent that naturally flows, we go into that. So, Abby, thank you for giving a voice to that. You just made so-and-so x name person whoever their ears perked up and said you know what if abby felt good about staying true to herself boom i'll do the same and so shout out to that person mowing their lawn or riding to school hearing this and being like okay thank you abby for inspiring me and uh there you go so so but uh now i have to turn it to you buddy you i would say the reason why you've risen to the to the very top for me and i love zeltic but it's sorry but you are just like you know in mario kart there's the (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yeah, holding yeah. that main flag for me not i promise it's not just because of the snack segment i promise even though that is a huge part i don't know but that's hard to believe it is a good segment it is a fuck it's a really good segment <laughs> but what you do is you have created this amazing earnest lovely supportive loving community mm-hmm. that is just has just grown so naturally just like abby's you know with her art and, and her support genuinely supportive people and uh mm-hmm. And I foresee and will actively participate in signal boosting so many really big things for you and, and you too, Abby. Like I I just want the very best. I'm giving a talk actually in Melbourne uh, on the 3rd of uh, October where I'm going to be talking mm-hmm. about like the unsung voices and stuff and you guys' faces will be up on the screen of this like place that i'll be presenting and just being like yo just these people right here and uh it is so easy for certain figures to just rise to the top and then for everyone else to just be forgotten we've all felt it i felt it doesn't matter it's the content is worthwhile unto itself and i just love both of you for being so resourceful uh and and keeping yourselves near as my fiance says of like you know what this is for me i'm doing it for me and then if people come along then that's great you know so yeah love and good vibes to you both for that all right you know what we we have a lot of ganon imagery and that's why we're i think we're both all three of us are like but that's negative and we want to stay in the positive because we're having a good zelda time but i think we should do a ganon deep dive because ganon's here so he's this thing that that thing of you know fantasia you know <laughs> the disney we also yeah. did the disney podcast like this thing is okay i'll just throw it to you abby is he summoning something is he maybe bringing back demise in some way is it is this is breath of the wild 2 gonna be him you know uh, awakening the kaiju crazy super m- marinated in in malice for centuries thousands of years version of demise that he's like here's my original incarnation and now i am fusing with my past self and is there some resurrection happening here with that sort of body language what do you reckon yeah i mean i i kind of took it as like his power was like once again rising and like almost like uh just like with him like waking up like that like, he was doing that and then uh, you see like all the you see the castle all lift up too at the end and like that could be like him using his power to kind of like bring everything up and uh just like the rise of him uh coming back into power and like trying to oh you have to set and link has to stop him or something like that sorry spoiler guys abby just named the sequel it's the rise of ganon okay if that ends up getting right i am seriously gonna send you like 50 bucks or something if it's the rise of ganon i swear to god that would be amazing so fast forward when it actually is but that is interesting and i had not thought of that um raising the castle itself okay thank you and i'll throw that to adam what do you reckon off of uh, abby's theory there 
Honestly, that was kind of eye-opening to hear because I never thought about it like that either. See what um, I mean? Going at this I, to I a was, bit of a pace? I was yeah. definitely someone who thought this is some sort of reincarnation, but thinking about it now, it could make sense the way he's lifting up. Mm. Everything above him's lifting. Mm. Um, that could be how we get to the sky initially. Who, who knows? Um, you said it, man. That, that, that's really not annoying, but more funny because I made a video that went out today about how we could initially reach the sky and... I didn't get to include this idea. Um, <laughs> well, now uh, you can. And you can say, hey, we riffed about it on the Zelda podcast if you want. Yeah. So go for no, it. No, definitely. But mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that being the case. Mm-hmm. One thing I love, and I want to speak to Abby about this. This is tangents within tangents, but one wonderful side effect, which I would love to see for other communities, but maybe later we can use the Zelda. Um, my focus is crazy. Can you just focus on me? It's like my camera doesn't love me. Come on. Like, what did I do to you? Come on, baby. All right. Honey, sweetie, pie, come on. Come back to me. Um, I Yeah, my camera's great. She's great. Uh, so I am, I yeah, I'm that, my granddad or whatever used to be in the Navy. So now every, and in Italy, everything has a gender, like camera. So it has an A at the end. So it is a, it's a female. Uh, Mediterranean cultures are weird. Everything has to have a gender. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, but anyway, dude, so... Um, now, see, that's the thing when you, uh, now I'm, 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 I'm really like, if I really, I'm I, okay. I'm just, we said rise of Ganon. We said like bringing up this, it could be both. It could be this, uh, um, this kind of nec- necromantic thing where he's like rising, like, like raising like a, a whole like swath of soldiers, you know, that could be interesting. Um, but obviously with this thing of going skyward, like, like that that vibes in terms of s- symbolically with what we will then see with the zelda dropping you know um flying squirrel style so i can really dig that but there you go anyway now i've remembered my tangent i am the rememberer of tangents so abby yes. the zelda community is so granular like they they are so like they will develop a theory about like the, like one single idea like for example an inter- nintendo black crisis monster maze they'll all just examine this so it is a very attentive you know studying body kind of thing um uh, what do you reckon of like um if we as we're breaking this down because we are not not that we're consciously going for the record of like the most granular breakdown but as we go along uh where we are noticing and what did i tell you at the start is like always when you go at this slow of a pace where you're just pulling out these things just because we're yeah it's the instagram age man it's like everyone's going so fast like they if you go this slow you absolutely will notice something like even if it's something in the distance which we will later when we have more imagery to go off of so abby i want to ask you like um when you look at like uh, the so the, the wider kind of community and like how they um, do you do you when you are creating art do you have the community like running in the background do you have Hyrule Gamers videos do you sort of like infuse yourself in that sort of extremely um, all comprehensive sort of body of video study that is the Zelda community I think actually yeah like playing like music from the games like definitely helps like just like kind of to get that atmosphere um, yeah. like when I was making the Korok poster like I. I had like I was playing I play music, um, and then I would also try to look at like, like the like the trees that they're based off of, and try to um, they like imagine how like the bark of the tree and just how that leaf would kind of fit in onto like the body of a little creature. And then I was like also looking at like all like a bunch of different um, Korok art just to see like how other people depicted Koroks, um, just like taking references from like 
a bunch of things, like just trying to see, uh, try to get as many viewpoints as I could so I could try to accurately depict the creatures. <laughs> that's rad. Okay. So that's how you sort of, um, when you're kind of creating your stuff, you sort of have the music yeah. going. That's cool. Uh, I am going to speak on, because he's too polite. He, You just deeply offended Adam by saying that you aren't constantly listening to Hyrule no, Gamer no. content. I'm so Abby, sorry. You, you that, said that. Well, Abby, now I will. Now Abby, that, that was a faux pas. What, what was that? Like, come on. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that's all good. But no, um, and so I'll just throw it to you, buddy, as well. When you're editing, one thing I do when I'm editing, I actually have two pairs of headphones. One is like to listen mm -hmm. to the playback. And do then you, I chuck do on. Do that too? You do that too? Okay, great. So, music, so. music in one, playback in the other. You playback in the other, exactly. Yeah. Right. I have like a, a smaller pair, which like the would you call, earbuds, the ones that just go directly oh in the ear. Oh my God. And then I put this over that and it's, it's amazing. Another Albert's Zelda podcast ASMR moment. Adam is living in 3021. Yeah. Okay. Come on, baby. All right. Man, it's a lot of, it's a lot of flex. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, this malice, man. And actually, I want to do a quick little roundtable on how do you guys feel about malice coming back? Uh, we know that this is going to be in some senses, even though there's that beautiful out of left field, like stop thinking, please, literally, we're giving you imagery to make you stop thinking about Majora's Mask with this amazing, like, in the sky stuff, you know, which we didn't truly anticipate. Remember, people are so quick to forget, but before this latest trailer, we didn't know we would be, like, hanging out in the sky. We saw a castle yeah. rising up, but that was still very much in the speculation sphere. And shout yeah. out to Commonwealth Realm, who he does his, I mean, like, that brother, <laughs> brother, like, he... He will build entire kind of speculative universes out of just like a single piece of imagery. So he's he's eating well, as the kids say nowadays. But how do you feel, both of you? I'll, I'll start with Abby. Um, about Malice coming back, would you have rather of something where we were going to another world, a, a separate map? Uh, is, is it enough for you, I suppose, even though we're being very well fed with this game, I can tell. Is it enough for you, Abby, that we're, we're getting the main map and then we get the sky and the underground uh, and that yeah. and that malice is is coming back as this thing, or or were you hoping for maybe a completely out of left field Girahim style, like or or as you know Adam like the Twilight style, like different enemy? Is that fine for you? That malice is coming back is like does malice has have more to say? Um, yeah, I definitely like I was I was curious about that too. Like when I heard there was a sequel, because just because like um, you're you you fall in love with the world of like Breath of the Wild. So I was like wondering, I'm like, am I going to be exploring the same map over again? Like, am I going to have the whole world, uh, have like a whole map of what I found already? Cause like, how are they going to explain kind of Link losing all the stuff? And like, uh, how are you going to like just start over? But I think the introducing the sky world is like really cool. Cause um, I was actually watching like a couple of videos about it, like how I forget whose video it was, but they they mentioned the dragons going into the sky through like a portal. So like, uh, uh, now you're now you're going into the sky too. So you're like, I'm wondering like, will you see the dragons up there, or like, has the sky lay like and it's always been up there? Um, I think that's really cool. And I've also like seen a couple theories about how like because it switches between Link and like his like uh, champion's outfit and also Link in the new like ancient Link outfit so like people are wondering like is it actually going to skip back in time to Link being uh, the like the original the original uh, champion or like the original hero so um, I think that would that's definitely enough if like they switch back and forth between present and the first Link uh, I think that would be pretty cool <laughs> I really dig that anything any riffs on that um, Adam? 
Um, honestly, not really. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. One hundred percent, Abby stamped theory. Easy, yeah. easy. I like that, Abby. Um, I think, uh, frankly, what I love is that sometimes just we will have an instinct collectively as the Zelda community that some. That it's just going to be that thing. I think there's just uh, at a certain point with the very in-depth analysis that that so many channels do. In, in you know they 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 chop down the videos and stuff, and that's that's mm-hmm. totally fine. It's I've got a completely different in some in no blatantly anti-algorithmic. Like I love my in-depth. Like chuck it on, put on the tea, you know, fucking yeah. mow, mow the lawn. I love my like nice big long podcast where it's like you can just really sink into some material and. Uh, you know, algorithm. I'll see you later. Maybe in another lifetime, we would have been friends. You know, <laughs> but but um. So for me, it's like, yeah, with this thing of of the time. Like, I do like that the community just says we just decide. Look, we're gonna go back in time. Nothing has been yeah. revealed. No hint of plot uh but just because of certain little tidbits and you know you have nintendo black crisis pointing out like this wasn't here at this time and therefore da 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 so now building off of what you said what i, what I will throw to you uh, adam is is the you know you, you've covered this i think you've t- talked about this you, we see it on a few different channels but um mm-hmm. i'm gonna add a spin to the question of like do you think we're going back in time because that's a bit rote oh boy but not only going back in time but in the same way that they really do want to push away this, uh, you know, just like uh, they they want to push it away, this idea of it being Majora's Mask. So I'm anticipating mm-hmm. out of nowhere them bringing in some Ocarina-esque, because like Breath of the Wild straight up does not have any time travel stuff. So I wonder if they might, do you think we'll just see some of what they wanted to maybe, you know, there was a, a bit of a blank slate thing with the book, you know, the creating the champion. Um, mm-hmm. They had a, a giant brainstorming session of. Uh, oh, I think I read about that. Is that the the back of the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's where right. Where they where they just yeah yeah exactly where they just went through so many different ideas and obviously that has also been discussed um, mm-hmm. with the uh, with sort of. Uh, you know, Zeltic will, will go through and sort of say, "Here, here's what wasn't used, etc." But specifically yeah. for you, I wanna, I wanna riff with like, you know, like there are some places that, like, as we will just go to, like, you know, we do, we do the Legacy of Kane podcast. We we do that. We spoke mm-hmm. with the art director Daniel Kabuko. That game was all about shifting, like you could mm-hmm. just in that place, not have to go to a temple, not stab mm-hmm. in a sword. I'm talking like with this arm, which interestingly, what is it with video game characters and like an arm being able to do something? You know, know what I mean? That, that, that's crazy. <laughs> it's great. But imagine, and I'll clip this out later for whatever inconceivable maybe reason that we end up being right. Mm-hmm. In place, do you believe with the power of this upcoming Switch, which I, I really strongly think we're, we're looking at either a next gen Switch exclusive, they may push this back. I don't want to make anyone cry, but I think this might be pushed back to 2023. I'm sorry to be the lead-off title of this brand new Switch to really get people to, not to make a pun here, but to switch over to that next one. Nintendo entering the 4K, like Breath of the Wild 2 has that guaranteed thing of like, I am so begrudging, I am so annoyed, you promised, you promised, but you know what, for you, okay, I'll jump on that next platform, you know? Man, Mm -hmm. what is your over-under, and Abby, I'll loop loop you into this too, your over-under of you as Ancient Link, on the ground in the same Breath of the Wild map and you're in the ruins of Lon Lon Ranch and you have a moment where you can use some of your time-o-meter and you just go like that 
and then everything around you you just appear in like far ancient times you know lon lon lanch is, is alive again that kind of thing possibly we could have a choice of different timelines we can appear in lon lon ranch mm -hmm. during ocarina of time timeline would that be hype as fuck would you like that what is your over under on that i i would like it <laughs> that's cool i'm a bit um sometimes i don't like to admit it because i like um thinking of anything but time travel not that i hate it just that it's been done yeah but the way you painted a picture in my head there has got me um a bit more hooked on the idea um i would dig that that would be fucking awesome and to throw it to Abby, guess what? Not only can we go back in time, but we're going to bring our loft wing back in time. We're going to go to Ocarina of Time era Hyrule and fly across on our fucking loft wing. It'll be fucking That'd rad. Be so cool. yeah, that's me. Yeah, I, I, I digress. Be, what do you think? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, um, just like, because in Breath of the Wild, it's, it's sad. Like everyone, most people are dead. Like you don't get to see like yeah. Hyrule and it's like in its glory. And I think it would be really cool if they sent you back to like the ancient era and see everything alive again like brother wild is so peaceful because like there's not much going on it's like the aftermath of the apocalypse and it's like i think it's like really cool to see the game like if an apocalypse depicted in that way because it's so calm and peaceful um but it, it would be cool to go back in time to see uh the beginnings of it and it, it might even be simpler there might not be as many uh villagers or villages because it's so early but i think it'd be really interesting to see uh what it was like when that when the um when the legend came about that you learn about in breath of the wild well frankly as you said that that would be beautiful and i think the reason why castle town specifically came to mind is that if they were to for example do the bomb drop which you know uh, uncharted did this uh, uncharted 4 did this they had a, a debut trailer beautiful people were hooked and then in their second one obviously we're talking a much much higher level of hype for this hypothetical zelda situation but there was a moment uh, reactively when they saw what the hell you can choose dialogue and uncharted like it was this completely unexpected thing that people just got suddenly super hyped for and so when I think about if they did, if AG wants to say, you know what, you love Breath of the Wild, I am going to make you do what we did with Breath of the Wild that has made people semi-amnesiatically like forget about how amazing Ocarina is. Like it has honestly taken that mantle of like best Zelda game, most cherished Zelda game, most like I say this about games I love so much is that I shove them, I punt, I just get like I kick them back into my timeline. And it feels honestly as though I've had Breath of the Wild since I was like 11 or 12. Like that's how much I love that thing. Um, that game, that interactive art, my goodness, experience. But um, so yeah, so for me, oh goodness, goodness me. This is me also keeping my expectations in check because if this doesn't happen, I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. You guys have demonstrated it's very easily to be emotionally self-resourceful, but oh, yeah. I am so wedded to that idea of if I was in, here's another one, sorry, and I don't want to make you like uh, lean in a bit, Abby, but if we were in this far-flung future version or far-flung past or whatever, like if we were sitting in, um, you know, the middle of the, like it's the dead Deku tree, for example. And then we were able to temporarily, and maybe that's the thing. Hey, how about this, Adam? Just to kind of mitigate this thing of like, you know what? I think some people are a bit iffy with, maybe if it is a timed thing. And that brings in the Majora's Mask thing is you can only go back in time for a certain amount of hours, you know? Mm. Like, 
mm-hmm. you can you can keep that version of the map and that version because it is just it's a in gaming in game development terms it's just a, sw- a switch of the mesh which is um, yeah same thing as with with Soul Reaver is one thing you could do is that you could also introduce that into platforming. That's if they want to go, if AG Anuma says, hey, this isn't just like we're adding the sky and the underground caverns. We are really making you rethink what's possible. So we're, and, you know, phasing, like that phasing through the earth thing shows to me that they mm-hmm. really want to like completely outdo themselves, not just incrementally outdo themselves, but really take it into that. Almost, I don't think people are quite ready for just how much of a leap Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be because they think they may be sleeping on it a bit, being like, oh, it's just this iteration, you know, Breath of the Wild 1.5 kind of thing. I think it's going yeah. to be Breath of the Wild 3.0. Like, imagine yeah, if in the middle of a puzzle, part of the component of that puzzle is traveling back in time to a certain time period where mm-hmm. that pumpkin was over there or sorry, or where that statue was over there rather so that you can push yeah. it and then you rewind back in time so that you can you know, lock it into another position. So yeah. what do you reckon? I'll go Abby and then I'll loop it back to Adam. Um, yeah, no, I think that the puzzles things would be really, uh, really cool. I'm wondering like too, if like they'd have Korok, I, I wonder, I'm wondering if Koroks are even going to be in this. Cause like, uh, it depends on how, how it actually incorporates into the timeline because <gasps> oh, uh, I know like be. Koroks weren't always looking like the forest spirits. I think they like, came from the kokiri and the deku tree okay. turned them into like yeah. what they are um i'm like 99 sure about that i'm not i'm not okay. positive okay. uh so correct me if i'm wrong um but it would be really cool to like have to figure out puzzles by using the mechanic because like zelda always makes you use so many of the mechanics like they won't like there's so many ways to incorporate like all the runes in breath of the wild like you can solve puzzles in so many ways by using the different runes and like they never forget about a mechanic like they always like keep it in the back of their mind with with puzzles so if there is a a way to go back in time um i definitely think that they would use it a lot for like the majority of the puzzles and dungeons and stuff you just inspired i have a riff now before i throw it to you adam and i want to get your thoughts on this too is i had we've been we've been steeped and immersed and like marinating in these games so sometimes it'll just something come naturally Okay, so you know how Groot, and we see in the Guardians of the Galaxy, we see him going from little sapling to, like, adolescent mm-hmm. to adult. I could mm-hmm. so see something along the lines of, like, us visiting in Breath of the Wild 2, like this baby sapling, little baby, like a baby Korok. We've seen, you know, <laughs> normal aged Koroks, but, like, I'm talking, like, an adorable little baby. And they think that we are some kind of apparition in their dream, and they're like, who are you? And they think we're, like, a, a <laughs> literally a tooth fairy type character. And then because of this time travel mechanic, we can visit them at certain parts of their life to, like, influence their, like, lifelong quest line to be this, like, imaginary friend that, like, comes back to their lives to encourage them. <laughs> And then there can be a beautiful poignant moment where you like follow them along to like the end of their Korok life where they find their Korok partner. And then you can see them become like a beautiful tree when they like, you know, change shape into whatever the Korok version of like dying is or whatever. Man, I just gave myself that whole thing of like, what do you guys reckon of something like that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be out of the question. I would love that. But because like in uh, Ocarina Time, right, they have you befriend the horse when it's a baby and then you can uh mm-hmm. like you befriend like Evona as a baby and then ride him when you're an adult and i think that's like i thought that was the, that was my favorite part of that game honestly <laughs> you know what i mean so there is as you said abby there's a precedent for that so yeah. um so adam as you can tell i can sometimes get lost in my tangents can you help loop yeah. me back i think we were i'd thrown it to abby about um 
Uh, time, time mechanics. Say again, okay. mate. I, I thought you said I thought it was puzzles. Uh, yeah, puzzles. Okay, take it from there, man. Puzzles, time travel, but but in a new way. I, I want people to be like, oh wow, this is actually really cool, and there won't be too much timey wimey Doctor Who stuff because we have limited mm-hmm. pockets of time. Like it's a, it's actually a time limit, you know. And then maybe that can be another meter that we can, you know, hey, we have the stamina meter. It's like mm, you have your time true. travel, like. Uh, around like probably like a mm-hmm. purple circle around your that is how much time you have back in time you know yeah. kind of thing i um, mean what would you reckon about that just going off that real quick i guess i'm going on a small tangent of my own yes. um i don't think it necessarily would happen but my instant thought there was if that timer runs out you're stuck in time somehow and then there's oh. some sort of um i don't know you have to go through something to get out of it i love um, that I don't know how that would play into an open world game, but like the idea just hit me there of like mm-hmm. if you have a timer for a time frame, if that runs out, you're you're screwed essentially. So you, you then have, have another puzzle to figure out. Oh my god, and you can actually have that okay, Albert, please don't be lazy. <laughs> Cut to a back to the future clip. We'll go do it. <laughs> what do you mean? We're stuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's and exactly then, like back to the future. You need to f- then figure your way out. Yeah. And then come back to where you originally were and just okay. try not to get stuck again. I have it for you right here. So you have this amazing, you know that amazing uh tech workshop with the Guardian tech and stuff with the big glass yeah, yeah. and whatever. She says, Oh my god, you you screwed up again, didn't you? You know, like oh, <laughs> fine. Have and you have to actually to her. Yeah, basically, yeah. Say, for example, you're stuck in this time period. You have to farm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to gra- grab rupees. You have to, and she can send you back. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's something you have to work hard for. Uh, and I, you know, I actually am one of the people that's like, I don't actually mind some of that. You know, quality of life is important, but I don't mind that thing of like, hey, when you're, when it's raining, you can't really cur- like. I think they'll they'll mitigate, maybe do a little bit of quality of life adjustments of that. But I do like the idea of like, yeah, man, you you're stuck like you have to get your own way out of it so uh abby i'm gonna throw adam's idea at you what do you think of yeah running (laughs) running out of time and then needing to you know we have this regular npc we go back to who's like okay well it's gonna cost this much to timey-wimey this one time machine to send you back so and now the price has gone up actually i don't think the price going up is gonna be a good thing but what do you reckon (laughs) abby of of uh, Um, adam's idea yeah that would be that would be really interesting uh I personally don't like time limits. That's kind of part of the reason why me I never too, played uh, Majora's Mask because they stressed me out. Um, and I also didn't play. I think I think the first Pikmin game had you have a time limit too. With uh, uh, I guess like how how quickly you can like complete the whole the whole journey of through Pikmin. So like I I stay far away from that. But like I would definitely want to play it anyway. And yeah. um, and if there was if there wasn't like a consequence, rather like you just have to restart by going to an NPC. I mean, I think that would be pretty fair. Yeah. Obviously, the price—if the price going up, the price going up could happen. I don't think because then yeah, you could, yeah. just the game would be stuck, and then you're 150 hours into a game and you can't continue <laughs> or something. Oh man, uh, yeah. Well, basically, if this was like if we were whiteboarding in some alternate universe where we're actually in the room of like, okay, what are the ideas for Breath of the Wild two? I think we'd be like, we, that would be on the like in the middle of the whiteboard, like not quite fully approved. We'd have to workshop it a bit. Yeah, but that is extremely intriguing. Uh, and, and and Abby, amazing, amazing points there for sure. So, you know what, this has ended up like we have just we've been speaking for an hour and a half. That's crazy. <laughs> 
It has been so rad, but I don't want to. I just want to do a check, time check of how much longer I have each of you for time zone wise. I believe、uh, for yourself, Abby, you're in the US. There, it's coming to nighttime, right? Um, it's five thirty over here, so it's like it's、right. not too bad. <laughs> okay, and then how about yourself, Adam? It is. Where is my time? It's currently very four past ten. Okay, cool. Yeah, ten、cool. in the morning、well, the, or ten at night. At night, sorry. At night. Okay. Well, then, love and light to this buffin here for staying up. I don't know how long. I mean, I'm I'm talking to a YouTuber here, so.、Uh, I mean, I I want to I want to say yeah, I'm in bed by eleven, but yeah, there you go. Very much a few hours after that. Good vibes all around. Well, what we might do is I think we can close the chapter. If I was fancy with graphics, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll actually straight up commission Hyrule Gamer, my my brother, to help me with start developing some of these things. I think we're good for the last fifteen minutes.、Um, for, for start last like yeah, the first fifteen seconds of this one.、Mm-hmm. It really is just this declarative. You know, it is a mood setter, definitely, and it it tells you that there we're definitely far from being out of the woods. With Ganon,、uh, and you know,、oh, yeah. Demise's curse was real. I think t-、uh, Skyward Sword's emergence. I, I I honestly think because Eiji Anuma he wrote it completely, like he created Skyward Sword, right? Yeah,、um, I believe so. And he is very much in the heart of 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 creating Breath of the Wild. I do this thing with.、Uh, I'm going to throw this to you. So I like to just put timelines together. And do this very respectfully, speculative, <laughs> respectative.、Uh, you know, I kind of cast out these sort of lines of thought where I'm like, if you think about George R. R. Martin in 2017, he was、uh, very much probably getting some of these season eight scripts back and being like, what are you doing? You know, like, and he would have been at odds with what what he was, you know, experiencing on that point. And then we look at when Elden Ring was written, and then I put those two together, and then you start hearing this imagery. Of、uh, you start hearing these these terms of like the tarnished, you know, this is all from Elden Ring. This is looping back into Zelda, but which is taking、um, Elden Ring, openly taking influence from Breath of the Wild, and they both have both of these trailers have these giant turtle like moments of like the mountains. Like there's a I did a comparison shot on the Instagram. You can see it. It's they def both of these trailers like one E3 for me for sure, but、um, I can't extract like the context of. Um, George R. R. Martin going through what he was going through, naming his main character the Tarnished, which is like the Tarnished legacy of Game of Thrones. Like, and also if you look in Elden Ring, there's this premise of the character coming back to the lands of his origin. So I see that I read between the lines, just like with Kojima, with with、uh, Death Stranding, which is this giant sort of payan to like, and he's holding this baby, and this baby represents Metal Gear, and it is this thing that he's like reclaiming for himself after having it taken away from him from Konami and stuff. So with、uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, man, I can so see.、Um, The the co development like they would have been there would have been some communication between these two Abby am I right like the Skyward Sword team and the Breath of the Wild、yeah. two team come on I mean we come yeah, on. I'm not I'm not crazy like they, guy, like they gotta they、yeah. gotta they gotta collaborate a little bit I think I think it's definitely not a coincidence that they're remastering Skyward Sword now like yeah people were asking for a lot of other games to be remastered for Switch and they came out with Skyward Sword for a reason and then you see Sky or you see Link floating <laughs> through the sky like it's I really think that they're going to be、um, pretty connected at least、uh, and it's just because you haven't been back Skyward Sword is the only、um, 
I forget what I forget what the town like the town in the sky is like. The, just high loft, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. high loft, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I think like that's the only reference to high loft in any of the games. So I think oh oh sky loft, uh, sky loft, not high loft. Okay, Although sky I do loft. like high loft, that's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. I I think that uh, we're gonna get it's it's gonna be connected for sure. Okay. I can really dig that. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, we're gonna get a this is my pie in the sky this is the very last just to add those hype moments to the end of people's days like so inspired from abby we're gonna have a korok that has like a helicopter fucking you know you can like with the leaves and you can like ride this amazing korok friend helicopter around that'll be so rad who knows uh and then something something twilight print like a hype-tastic pie in the sky twilight princess inspired thing look i actually respect I, I i saw your recent video about like just shooting down any idea of like midnight or anything totally but mm -hmm. uh some form of twilight presence uh would just be a rad nod and what you've done by including certain palette elements remember palette is very intentional uh his arm has very strong twilight vibes frankly like, like with that so, sort of like, I, I can't deny that yeah yeah that specific uh hue of, of cyan it's like ooh, don't you be teasing my atoms of the world like don't yeah. do that like i think something right is going to happen so with that but see i mean look we were, we're honestly on our journey to two hours of, of, of riffing man you guys are great <laughs> did you have do you have a good time on the show oh yeah for sure it was a lot of fun <laughs> thanks for having me you're yeah, very i've really enjoyed it very very welcome and i will set things up you've got the little i'll flash it again now the schedule for searching the skies uh for people tuning in i yeah that's right and i'm going to get crafty with maybe getting this on discord where we can get live questions and stuff or whatever there's a really great zoom attachment called it's a weird name but it's called mm -hmm, like mmhmm uh if you ever do hyrule i want to see um i would love to see a podcast from you just like just the hyrule gamer like podcast mm -hmm. why not or you can just like jump fully on as co-hosts i mean frankly to me you both have open invitation no pressure to be co-hosts for for the zelda podcast no. like that's thank you <laughs> yeah okay so you just are that so there you go <laughs> add that to your resumes now um but yeah what it'll allow me to do is you know how like where my hand is now it'll actually allow me to bring in some mm -hmm. images from the trailer so that you can actually see uh what i'm talking about and we'll actually have the trailer like there-ish so that we can mm -hmm. actually talk and, and so it's uh, almost like a a live presentation live presentation yeah it's very handy and it's free and stuff so i've signed up to it um there's like a premium version or whatever so that listeners and viewers please look forward to that but even more than looking forward to anything from me it is all about my amazing guests on this episode so starting with abby where can people find you online yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Uh, I guess you'll have my name in the description. As for yeah, it'll be flashing on the screen um, now. Yep, yep. Yes. And then also on Reddit uh, for Abigail RRR, but <laughs> it's a lot of R's. Okay. <laughs> Saying it's four. Um, right. And then, yeah, I have an Etsy shop as well. So the link for that will also be in the description somewhere. There you go. And at the risk of, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I'm going to do the same for you, Adam. Abby, please set up a paypal.me forward slash Abby, whatever. Let us just, it's the tip jar. I just say this thing, like, let us just constantly have your tip jar floating all around you like a Navi fairy, like at all times <laughs> as a creator online, constant 
like availability of because when someone comes across your art they're going to have a, a pang of gratitude that it comes from a very wholesome and love and like loving place like and they just throw in a coin and they throw in a dono and frankly abby we would love to see i'm speaking collectively like uh live streams of you like creating your if you do digital um mm -hmm. people would chime in on that you can riff about your day and just like draw your art and then people can like super chat you and stuff and just like support you in some way because it's it's very super worthwhile what you're doing for sure Thank you. I actually Thank do you. have a TikTok, but I only have one video on TikTok. So okay. All um, right. it's just like, yeah, Abby underscore Tozen, but it's me drawing one of the Korok. So maybe someone would be interested. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Twitch totally, or even, you know, YouTube is making it actually super streamlined to just, if you have Chrome, you don't need any like OBS or whatever. You can just like do a direct camera feed and stuff and people can super chat you straight mm -hmm. away. So, but before that, please do like a Patreon. If do you have a Patreon, by the way? at all no okay adam let us let's okay let's this is positive peer pressure okay we just have to give uh, abby a very guilt guilt uh, uh, engendering look right now like, abby what are you doing can you just set up a patreon already come on come on <laughs> I, mean, I, I was pressured into setting mine up by yeah I, I didn't even know what it was before it okay so well but it's definitely worth it guess what i'm signing up today Okay. buddy you're gonna see that <laughs> notification but well, yeah all right and abby please do yeah that would be so rad and just through like chuck it on there uh if you want to do if you want to do that thing of like you get because i get this all the time it's like oh another platform i have to post stuff to honestly don't even think about it like that set up the tiers people will just support you for just being who you are and doing what you do genuinely and I'm not alone in saying that like a lot of folks tuning in, watching, seeing the thumbnail and vibing with you. I just like, yeah, we, we want to support that. She's a, she's a good okay. girlfriend. Like, okay. So, and yeah, I just feel like I'm, you know, the Mugatu, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like paypal.me forward slash whatever. Like you can claim it. Like we are on that frontier of this amazing tip jar and, and like PayPal carries this thing of like security or the PayPal protection. It's no one is talking about it. None of the kids or whatever. It's like just, if you literally just go paypal.me forward slash Hyrule Gamer right now, if it isn't claimed by the end of the day, dude, I swear to God, like, I want to be able to dono to you, man, like, support <laughs> you and stuff. So, Abby, look into that too. So, paypal.me forward slash Abby something. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Abby you. Normal. Mel Brooks. Abby Normal. That's what my friend's dad used to call me. <laughs> Abby Normal? I did. I, I just pulled yes. that out of the ether. Are you kidding yes, me? So, uh, it's in a uh, Young Frankenstein, actually. Okay. But because the That's brain was I in a. Uh, the brain was abnormal, but he read it as Abby Normal, like the name Abby Normal. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking all this time about like hype Zelda theories. That was my most hype moment of this recording. That, <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. I have my Marty Freeman or uh, yeah, Igor shirt over there, like the long Oh, really? Like, you know, like, yes, master. Like, yeah. who would have thought just from a, off of a, a pronunciation thing, we went on a, an amazing Mel Brooks tangent. Shout out to the man. He's, I think he turned 95 recently. So out oh, of wow. nowhere, like good vibes good to Mel him. Brooks. And I'm so glad. Seriously, Adam, I'm just having, I guess, a not quasi boomer moment, but I'm just like 33 in November and it just clearly makes me happy that this i don't know if you're in like late teens early 20s whatever that the, <laughs> there you go so the the flag the love of mel brooks is is strong so yes abby normal you know and it's yes. so <laughs> um adam have you seen young frankenstein now that we're on this tangent once but i regret to inform you i don't really remember anything that's okay you will love it i have horrible memory i will that's be okay. the first person to tell you that you'll really dig it 
uh, I hope Bloodborne 2 has some <laughs> young Frankenstein references with all the equipment and stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's a distant tangent. Now, I just heard them, all the listeners being like, okay, Albert, in you come, in you come. <laughs> so, Abby, thank you for giving us your outlets. Uh, Hyrule Gamer, you are Hyrule Gamer everywhere, correct? Yes. Well, there you even, go. even to my family. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Grandma, don't call me Adam, Hyrule Gamer. <laughs> yeah. They need, they need to know the the true me now. That is the true you. And yeah, you, he was telling me before the show, actually, listeners, he had a, there was a genuine moment in a shopping center where he actually is like, do not put my name on that receipt. Uh, my name is, <laughs> my true name is Hyrule Gamer. And he freaked out. How dare you call me that? The police were involved. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Gotta make a scene. <laughs> make a scene. That's so funny. Look, seriously, another giant volley of love and light. To you all from the whole community listening in, a lot of you will end up not commenting. That's fine. A lot of you will end up not messaging Abby and Hyrule on their Twitters and Instagrams. That's fine. But I'm going to low-key from my heart guilt you into doing that. They're all just literally in the description right now. Go. Go and send them some love and be like, hey, I saw you on the Zelda podcast. You're rad. Bah, and support them. That's the one redeeming aspect of the internet. It can be such a cesspool sometimes, but the internet can have this amazing double-edged master sword quality you know twilight realm you know the different realms it's all it all fits like we have this amazing opportunity to to really create that positive space of you know yeah creativity promoting creativity so uh i'm actually going to guilt some of maybe the reddit mods like if you see abby's post doing well uh don't lock it uh let her fucking have all of her well they actually they lost it for a good reason there were people that were uh scamming like they tried to like take the art and like sell it on other websites so the zelda mods actually locked it um the breath of the wild mods didn't lock it so i think like people were still able to upvote anyway and people a lot of people messaged me so it worked out (laughs) no well i'm very glad for that and i think it's maybe i'm speaking from like sometimes they do that for us for whatever reason and stuff like but uh yeah and if you're a scammer um just like three, two, one, exploitative alert. Fuck you <laughs> for scamming any of my amazing content, like content uh, creators here over on the show. Like, don't do that. Uh, if that even incepts you to maybe reconsider, like we are in a sphere, especially in a sphere as active as the Zelda sphere, it can be really tempting to be like, uh, to not credit like a theory that you heard on Hyrule Gamer that you then run off on uh, or some art that you don't source uh, the references to. But please, Please do it, not just for good karma, but um, as in your own karma and not just Reddit karma, but we do actually have resources for like the, the reverse image search, for example. Like, please do that. Uh, and and um, I will find you if you don't. So anyway, <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't end the show on a threat. We'll, we'll end it on another giant wave of good vibes. So love and light to you both. And uh, yeah, so yeah, have a great rest of your day, you guys. And I cannot wait to um, chime back in again. Again, no pressure whatsoever, but I'll send you the details if you can make it. Great. If not, totally fine. And uh, yeah. expect a lot of support coming your way from us ongoingly because you're now permanently inducted. Like I do this thing after the series is ended. I send whoever jumped on the show, I send them like a, a special t-shirt for uh, being mm-hmm. on the show. So it'll say uh, searching the skies, you know, on the back and it'll just be this kind of cool thing that you guys will get to have. <laughs> Sounds yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. I Thanks love you guys. Thanks for having me. No worries. There's, there's a love heart thing, but, but I'm going to do the Triforce. I'll, I'll, I'll give it one of those. You give me one of those? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it all for the uh, thumbnail. So love hearts oh, first. Oh, okay. Love hearts first. Right? And now let's try and do what you did. How do you... That's cool. Oh, no. <laughs> and now this is... Whatever it is, we'll just post this. Uh, <laughs> so. No, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you, okay. 
That's great. I'm going to put that in the Instagram post. Uh, Abby, <laughs> there was a moment. I'm going to, as a separate post, it's going to be, because this is, Adam just had this, he was just doing this, like closing his eyes, really concentrating, trying to get the was hand sign really well. And I was like, he is one of those uh, monks <laughs> over in the temples. He's just like, yes, <laughs> you know, we love it. Okay, let's actually, let's end the show on meditation. Okay. Farewell, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Till next time. Bye for now. Thank you. you Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't log off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're in the po- we're in the post show now. Imagine if we yeah. ended that. Oh, that was that was so great. Oh my god, this is rad. This goes after the credits and stuff. So okay, yeah. rad times, you guys. Seriously, um, mm. I was not anticipating. I honestly, I already knew you'd be great. Uh, you also both of you have such great podcasting instincts and another low key no pressure but like high key like please do it like I would love to see you guys in this sphere a lot more and as I said co-host of the Zelda podcast that's done you guys that's your title no pressure at all but uh yeah you are, you have such good instincts for the so you have you done any podcasts before Abby no not at all seriously Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. You're vibing it. I'm serious. Like, yeah, and you had some. You. I mean, you're work. mostly leading the show and discussion, so like, I just answer <laughs> your questions. <laughs> you took it in some great places, Adam. She she did right. Like some amazing. Oh moments. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Easy. And so and same with you, dude. With the with Harold Gamer. So HGP sounds good. Harold Gamer podcast. <laughs> get it happening, dude. And uh, <laughs> but you will always always have a home here. And uh, frankly, yeah, I will see you on the. Let's do it. I'll put it on. The actual chronicle of the of the episode itself. I will see you on the next searching the skies. Okay. Come on, right? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, easy peasy. All right, have an amazing rest of your day, guys. I will edit you this too. as fast as possible. I will add all my clips. I will not mm-hmm. neglect any clip adding. And uh, yeah, so it's been so yeah. great to meet you both. And yeah, like have a great rest this of the day. We'll we'll speak we'll speak on the next one. All right. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> see you, legends. And I will Bye. Subscribe to Hyrule Gamer. <laughs> oh, d- oh my God, Adam, she just did that for you. Okay, go on. That's amazing. Okay, go on. You have to return the favor to Abby. Uh, I think you actually follow me on Instagram. I, 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 already <laughs> I haven't yeah. subscribed on YouTube. I followed you on Instagram, but I'll follow you on Instagram uh, on YouTube. Too. Uh, I think I followed the other day after um you you told me that yeah. it would be the three of us. I went and like checked out. That's, yeah, yeah, that's rad. Well, so I, I returned the favor in advance. I, I was just thinking ahead yeah man you're you're a legend i love you both uh and and uh hyrule i'm gonna uh signal boost your channel to the 39k um abby do you have please tell me you have a youtube channel where there's at least one video that i can like send people your way and just because youtube has that thing where you can share the post out and you can get a couple hundred new subscribers that way you can actually claim your url that way if i just say look hey 39,000 people can you please go to abby right now and like actually let her grab her url and stuff do you have a youtube at all if you don't abby oh abby has frozen that is fine oh we lost abby that's oh. it the dream is over that's okay so shout out to you abby uh if you jump on later that's totally fine but we'll riff it out you'll see this in the post show uh <laughs> oh what a sad sad end to the episode <laughs> we lost abby but no i think it's like whatever we jinxed yeah. it adam we jinxed it with the show we? Because we said that we wouldn't have any technical errors, correct? Possibly. I have a bad memory. I did uh, put that out there. <laughs> anyway, I'll message her now. I'll just be like, it's all good. Like, send us a YouTube and stuff. But giant hugs, buddy. Till soon. Yeah, definitely. This was great. I love this.
Oh, dude, this was so rad. Get ju- like the next one, right? I'll send you everything. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it happen. Oh, yeah, I'll be all, like, I went, not to take up like more of your time, but no, like, no, no, it's not. Go I ahead. was, I was like super nervous for this because I was like, I'm going to slip up. I'm going <laughs> to accidentally swear being Scottish. But then you said swearing's fine. It's so. totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I'm so glad, dude. But no, it was great. I was yeah. like talking to my girlfriend all today, like I'm nervous for this. I'm gonna screw up. It's gonna be <laughs> awful for for no, me. Man. But like it was brilliant. I loved it. Frankly, it honestly felt like as though we were we've been riffing forever. Like you just picked up on it all the, all the tangents, yeah, man. And uh, that's one thing is like there's a lot of um and one thing is you know when I send you stuff and mm-hmm. I'm actually will include this because this is important for people to see is yeah. Um, you know, I know that like you, you put hard work into like uh, your uh, your videos and stuff and those one off ones yeah, that yeah. do get the visibility. And I know that a, a podcast can sometimes be, you know, like a bit of a time ask, but I like to less think of, I think of it more as literally just hanging out. And that's my whole vibe. Yeah, and I, it I, basically I, is that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And because a lot of people, they they, um, they yeah, they they don't know quite what to think of that form of content where it's like no no no, i mm-hmm. plan on signal boosting you i plan on sending you a dono like there's gonna be you're gonna get something mm-hmm. from it um sometimes people insist like you were like no don't it's like believe me yeah, especially yeah. especially the ones who say don't send me stuff i'm like that's the sign that i should because it means you work really hard and you're ultra humble and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um but honestly what you can actually see the zelda podcast as going on from here dude is just a yeah. hangout space to riff out yeah. ideas for your videos like if you now please and this is yeah, all the, i mean yeah i'm not gonna lie um if i have permission i'm definitely mentioning the um stuck in time idea yeah yeah if you could yeah. just yeah run with that man that's you and you can start making yeah. a vet it'll take me a, maybe a day or two to edit this one mm-hmm. um oh my god I, abby's back in oh really i'm so glad that we get to say like officially say like a proper actual you know farewell that's abby awesome. abby guess what we've just been hanging out and uh, Abby, how you doing? What's up? Hello. Hello. Excellent. No, my pa- it started to like storm out of nowhere. My power oh. went out. Thankfully, that's okay. Happen, like, oh. I'm super glad. Super glad. No, no, we were just riffing. Um, Adam and I just about how like, you know, and I, and this will happen every time. I'm actually going to include this. Is like every single time we hang out, I will. It'll just be this something. Either I'll send a dono. I'll buy something from your Etsy. I'll do something where you will get something out of it. But honestly you really forward, don't have i really um, you don't need to <laughs> believe me and see what did i say adam especially the people who yeah, say you don't need to you have to same. especially for those people because they they work so hard and you are like actually that humble enough to be like no 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 it's like believe me that's that's the sign yeah. that i will so think of it literally going forward is like uh i've got my schedule as set out there with like you have the dates and stuff you know when mm-hmm. with elden ring we go weekly but it is honestly abby and adam it's just a hangout space like just to riff out ideas to decompress get your hype you know as an outlet for hype and and uh adam was just saying like just to take some of what we riff like with the idea of me you know shifting time periods you know this as a stamina thing he'll take that into a video of his complete permission for anything oh, it yeah. is <laughs> It is a bla- like openly anti-algorithmic to, to do that, but I just I've I've reached a point since doing the show since 2015. I just don't care anymore. I just want to have good times, so I don't care yeah. if it's like popular or whatever. I just want to riff and then some amazing worthwhile um, conversations, uh, vibes, net like like and friendships. I I feel like I made two Hyrulean pals on the show, today. <laughs> kindred pals. Definitely. So yeah, and I could so vibe with like if you guys are like oh yeah on the next zelda podcast just like just fully like hair down and just like riff and hang out like that's the whole idea no structure it's just vibing you know what i mean 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Amazing. So, Abby, let's get a status on your uh, home situation with the. Please tell us that it's not going to be like that Don Bluth movie. You know, this is this is. Hey, you you responded to the Mel Brooks. That was amazing. But I will be genuinely stunned if you know this. It's a movie where at the start it's like the house is like sinking into the ground. You know, the Secret of Nim. Um, I I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't okay, know if I. Well, I think I don't know. No, I'm thinking of Pan's Labyrinth. I had heard of Secret of uh, Nims, though. I don't think I watched it, though. Secret of Nim. There's also Don Bluth. He did, we did the Don Bluth podcast, the uh, Rockadoodle, I think. It's also about, like, he has this thing of, like, houses sinking into mud. It's like, what happened to you, man? <laughs> but basically, uh, I hope that your house isn't sinking into the mud or into the Twilight Realm. That would be really sad. No, not <laughs> currently. It's just a lot of thunder and uh, lightning. <laughs> oh, whereabouts in the States if it's not prying to us? Um, no, I'm in New Jersey. But like I'm in North New Jersey, yeah, in North New Jersey, so it's not like uh, I mean, I've maybe you've heard of Jersey Shore, but it's not like that at all. We're in like the farmlands of New Jersey. Uh, For me, New Jersey is steeped of all things in Evangelion. My my co-host from the Evangelion podcast is from New Jersey. His name is oh cool. He's so rad, and uh, obviously the missus and I love Sopranos uh, up and down all around the place. And I've openly said that I would rather hang out in in like New Jersey with like some of the peeps and vibes there often than, than like New York itself. It's like I vibe with New Jersey. I've always vibe with New Jersey people. That's so rad, dude. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, and how about you in Scotland? Where whereabouts specifically, dude? Uh, I guess the I don't know if anyone's gonna have heard of it, but it's uh. It's not actually a city, but it's about the size of a city. It's called Falkirk. Falkirk it's like slap bang okay. in the middle, pretty much. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So yeah. If you say it a bit clearer, I will then be able to find it and like maybe flash Falkirk. <laughs> Falkirk. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I mean, I could, I could give you the spelling if you want as well. That's, that's, oh, you know what? That's cool. I think I know I will trust myself to find it, but you know what? Um, Zelda developers, you need to have a character called Falkirk. That sounds amazing. And... Hyrule Gamer has to voice that character. Because guess yeah. what? Here's I'll the thing, it. guys. Okay, are you ready for this? So we, I just did this episode of the Final Fantasy podcast. I think you may be picking up on a pattern here. All the <laughs> URLs were available. So I grabbed them all. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I love yeah. these series. So so I was talking on the Final Fantasy podcast recently um, just about how, you know, um, yeah, like you just bringing up. Uh, so, yeah, like... Oh man, can you remind me? And now it's now my two AM brain is starting to kick in. What were we just talking about, dude? Oh my god, uh, uh, where we're from? Location. Where we're where from? Yes, uh, and it was just about. Oh, this would be terrible. Character. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So with Final Fantasy uh, Ten, um, uh, there was this aspect of um, the game of of the historicity and and yeah, the the voice acting. Yeah. There you go. I don't. I don't think people. I, I put out a poll, man. I sent. I think I sent you a screen capture, Abby. I, you'll see it on Zelda. Uh, there's a, and I said like, you know, what do you think of Link going voiced and like, love and light? But we are gonna start getting. It's just. It's just the way of things, you know. We're not gonna have the silent protagonist forever. And and I put out a poll, and it was almost split fifty-fifty. There was mm. most people were like, I, I hate it. I don't want it. And then the second right after that is like, you know what? not quite ready for it but let's see and i think i'm ready which is which actually rings true to me as a finger on the pulse of where people are at and i remember the same happening for final fantasy 10 it was it was tough to make that shift but i will be damned if i don't use every ounce of me to get both of you in a game voicing a character like 
<laughs> I will do that. You know that you know Zeltic has that as a shoe in, like just like Vati. Oh, yeah. He he has this at at some point. Is this going to happen because of that exposure, uh, mm-hmm. where you just have that Venn diagramming of creators mm-hmm. that in you know if there was while, yeah go ahead. So there was a um a YouTuber by Prosdy. Um he he makes a lot of like sketch videos. Like they're like he's pretty funny. Um but he actually voices uh Flack in Borderlands three. But he started off on YouTube and then he got into he's now a voice actor for Flack. I mean he has like he could do like a really deep voice. Like it sounds it sounds like he's like a great voice actor. So um, yeah, it's totally possible. <laughs> totally. And look, honestly, and I'm talking like whatever you're comfortable with. It's like, I would have loved to just come across a character like an NP, an Abby, like based on you NPC and like whatever, you know, okay. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be Zelda 20. If we're going off of that Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, the main entries, it'll be the 20th. I'm serious. Like in like however many years, like zelda 23 you know you stay mm-hmm. i i honestly think just i can sense in the air between us like the the love for, for zelda that's the lifelong love like you know whatever if you guys have kids or whatever it'll go into like you'll have that love for this thing right. forever i can tell yeah you know i don't think i'm speaking out of turn there so i could so i would so love to see it's like you stay uh close enough in the sphere of of like zelda and the creativity <laughs> and that as i like to consider myself a symptom of, of just that literally there's just a zoom call away uh we're gonna increasingly like quality uh audio quality is gonna leap up into the sky and honestly at some point it'll just be a matter of emails away of like oh yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah abby is now on the team you know working remotely producing as in-game assets mm-hmm. for zelda 24 or something you know and you hyrule like doing um you know, this this co-streams, you know, Jackie Jane was talking about her experience of hosting E3 and how it felt super surreal, yeah. but she, she did it. Um, yeah. It's it's really, and yeah, it's not that it should be seen as like a, a thing of like an expectation of it, but frankly, you have just both such good heads on your shoulders and such good souls and hearts that I I truly manifest that for both of you, like to really enter the creative sphere of like being part of these games in some way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. 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 There you go. So um, I suppose, did we, we haven't actually written that. So what is ahead for you, Abby, for the rest of your day, apart from, you know, like handling the storm and everything? Um, I'm probably going to be, I, I actually am writing out like thank you letters right now to all the people that bought the Korok posters. So I have like a lot of thank you letters to write because it <laughs> completely blew up. So that's probably how I'm going to spend my night and then eat dinner. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Letters than dinner. That is very quaint. And I can, and when you have, I like this, I don't know, there's this concept in uh, Scandinavia. I've got Polish. It's adjacent, but not quite ancestry, whatever. Higge, mm-hmm. H-Y-G-G-E. It's like doing the cozy thing. Oh. And like, yeah, like by the windowsill with it raining outside. So just that, Adam, am I right? Like, how about that? Just thinking of like Abby in the night, just like writing letters and then having dinner and then falling asleep <laughs> under a giant korok leaf. Like you That's really are living that lifestyle. And on the pillow. Right oh here. my god, it's <laughs> too great. <laughs> Amazing. You got, you are the real deal, Abby for sure. So, um, and how about you, Adam? What's on for the rest of your day? Probably just sleep, I guess. Right. I would love to say sleep. But I'm probably gonna do some script writing for a bit because honestly, it is just a. I love doing it kind of thing. Like when I have an idea in my head, I won't sleep on that. I need to get it out. Even if it's messy, even if the grammar is horrible, I will get it out because I know the next again day, I won't have that same drive that's hitting me right now, basically. Absolutely. And I really hope for the people who have stuck around all this time into the post show, look at these amazing, lovely souls here with their like 
that's the life they lead. They do this thing for love from, from a real place. And those are the, oh, those are the voices creatively that are absolutely worthwhile and worth signal boosting. So I want you to think about that. Like that's so, yeah, like we do this stuff out of love, simply a lot of parties out there have that, as you saw Abby on your post, there's that scheming thing of like not taking credit. Like we are fighting against that current in many ways to, to be creators in this space. But what brings me so much solace uh, is the idea that especially like younger folks like yourselves, you have that wisdom beyond your years of knowing that, you know what, like whatever that, that comes and goes like the advantage taking and the, the, all that crap. It's like the thing that'll be just be, you know, how like to use a metaphor to close things off with Zelda. It's like, there are certain things that stay unchanging through time. It's like you guys love for Zelda. You guys thing of like, Abby, I'm not, I don't think I'm going out on a Korok limb here, but you have gone into the night, like creating art, like three, 4 a.m. Correct. Oh yeah, for sure. Sounds it's just right. like you start something and then you just keep going with it. I don't know. I just don't stop. Like it's fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, like. it feels like an extension of who you are. And I say, this is like everyone before they arrived, you know, like the three goddesses, you know, before we were born, we had this thing that we were <laughs> meant to do that we was, was bestowed on us or whatever from the cosmos. And I kind of like, you actually already have that. It's not even a thing of like needing to find out what your purpose is. Like you just have it. And then, it'll just persistently be this thing that you keep doing. And it's like, oh yeah, that's what I need to do. So for you, Abby, um, like amazing artistic career is ahead of you. I will Thank signal you. it. I will make sure I'll do everything I can with Into it's the Zelda. I went, to, I went to school for like math and statistics and I currently <laughs> am a statistician, but like oh. I wanted to do the, uh, I just, I don't know, I've always liked drawing and I thought like maybe if I can make something out of it, that's like one career that I think I could I would just thoroughly enjoy doing, you know. There you go. So that is the the transition totally started. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, yeah. And see, we all have these things. I have government stuff that I do here, like program management, mm -hmm. blah, you know. And it's just, that's, but my heart is when I, is, is in what I do with the Zelda podcast yeah. and, and the extended network. And uh, and so I, I vibe that for you. And that's, yeah, that is your path. I manifest that for you, Abby. And uh, again, without prying man, like what's your main gig? And you're going to, you're going to do this, Adam this is going to be what you do. You're going to, it's, yeah. I'm, you're going to go full, I say FTC, full-time creative very soon. But uh, what's the transition, man? What's your main gig? Honestly, right now, it's just this. Honestly. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you yeah. go for it, dude. Um, you just gave a lot of I've, people like, yes. I think a lot of people don't know that, but like it is, uh, like I'm in a position anyway where this is like a full-time thing for me. Yep. And um, it, it, the thing with like youtube and just any creative job is almost all of them have the potential to keep growing um obviously they can all have a downfall but they don't really have a, a roof to hit either so totally. it's, it's kind of cool like that yeah. um That's it's really still cool. new to me because i don't know it's just any creative jobs got challenges mm -hmm. things you wouldn't expect but i enjoy it I can see that and yeah. I can very much feel that from both of you. And even if, uh, as you mentioned, it's it's interesting that there's a kinship between you two in that and, and myself too with like, I'm sitting still and you saw, like I saw, I sent you that mm -hmm. footage of me, like I've just got everything set up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the outlets, I've been doing it since 2015 and I have locked into this this thing. But even if we're all in that sort of similar boat, I guess since 2015 for me, but like for you guys, it's like, Yes, you might be. You may be doing this thing of like, oh, I, I think Abby, you said you started this in May, like really, like earnestly, like yeah. You know, like, but you wouldn't be able to tell because yeah, but but your foundations, both of you, are so 
Like you know that there's mm -hmm. growth that's going to be built. Like yeah. there's a, a great platform for both of you to build. And and what was Abby? What was the first piece of artwork you put out uh, to like on uh, your Instagram? It's actually uh, a picture of a character. Like it's a toad in socks. I named him Mort. Um, and then like he's sitting on a log, and like there's a little uh, moth next to him named Calyx. Um, and it's just like the caption is something like uh, more contemplates whether going vegetarian was like the right option or something like that because the, uh, the incessant flapping of the moth is like annoying him. But um, I, I actually started the art account because I want to make it like, like my goal is to one day make a children's book um, kind of to mostly like even if it didn't like get published or anything, I kind of want to just do it because like I grew up in like my mom like was always gardening and like I always like played with all the frogs and the bugs in the garden and I want the least to have that like kind of like, captured in a book for me to read to my kids one day and like for them to like get the feeling so that's kind of why I started the whole art thing in the first place <laughs> well you know what that is one trillion percent happening for you I do do it <laughs> like i love illustrating i have the quantum myth which i do which is uh parables i have the three p's it's like patterns podcasts and parables and that's what the presentation's called and i love the sh it's the art of the short story yeah that beautiful children's story which i mean adam i think i speak for both of us like she mm -hmm. has that abby has that vibe of like a children's like author totally like am i right like 100 100 yeah <laughs> it's, it's a vibe it's hard to explain it is yeah and and we will be front row right we'll just we'll grab that uh <laughs> whatever yeah whatever bound edition whatever you put out in terms of yeah that uh and that i guess would explain abby toad correct yes actually and it's, it's funny like uh my gamer tag on like xbox is abby toots because our, i made it that because our one friend hates farts and i thought it would be funny if i just put <laughs> abby farts. toots and it wasn't taken so <laughs> abby toads is derivative abby toots so <laughs> i that we do also we also do the the odd world podcast and so that's that's great <laughs> amazing but you know what wholesome as all anything now you've made me not want to swear anymore because we have a we have a children's <laughs> author present Apologies. i was actually relieved when uh because i was watching the one um with the girl from god of war and i yeah. I, I heard the curse word and i'm like okay at least i can i mean not that i curse often but i'm like at least i don't have to worry if i accidentally curse or something totally danielle is also she would love both of you so much absolutely <laughs> so if you ever want to jump on an episode if you want to riff with her she is so open and loving and she's actually now a close friend uh and that's another thing that happens through these shows is like even tommy old jenkins like we're actually buds now and because mm -hmm. that's we've transitioned into this zoom era where you actually forward like i've with the last of us podcast like catherine and Anne marie who are now co-hosts co for that one we have genuine plans in place to like meet up in oregon and like Aww. riff that's and cool. like they're my sisters and you're my sister now and you're my brother and like that's that's how to do it man like life is short like create the good vibes like be unfettered yeah. and and i actually like to be an open defiance of like the there's all that stuff the terms of like simping or like oh that's like it's to, to somehow imply that being unfettered and like loving and, and genuine is like somehow bad it's like no man like spread the good vibes for sure so exactly yeah. i'm serious totally and now i'm gonna give you this you probably know about it so have you heard abby of mouse guard have you heard of mouse guard at all uh no it is wind in the willows meets game of thrones okay mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. with this vibe of like um you know definitely like 
you, everything that you've described with how you started with like this anthropomorphic toads like and please definitely check out not only princess mononoke but uh secret of name yeah. i'll send you guys links and stuff um mm-hmm. i'll i'll pay for those rentals like i need you guys to watch those that would be so rad <laughs> um and uh, but yeah no mouse guard like they almost made a film with like andy circus and like that was all in progress uh but uh, yeah it's like and everything is to scale so you know the borrowers like it was an old british series like the borrowers uh starring in home who ended up playing bilbo and stuff and everything's super small scale and they have like little sparrow mounts and stuff it's like they have a little saddle for like a little and they and they like it's it's adorable you'd love it and so i am manifesting to see more of our little frog character and to see the abbey verse grow that would be really rad so totally uh adam do you have anything like the way you're just like writing stories and stuff like that or making short films or whatever outside of your zelda stuff mm. I dabbled in fan fiction for like maybe a year, um, but honestly, it, doing that made me realize it's not something for me. But That's cool, man. I, I did dabble. The thing is, I love reading it, so mm-hmm. I tried it myself because I was like, I think I might like that. Yeah. But honestly, I, I just writing it's not for me. But like, That's cool, reading dude. it, I love reading it. And dude, and, and honestly, what you do with with uh, with the channel, it's. And, mm-hmm. and yourself, Abby, and I'll, I really will tie it off now because, and it's a testament, like we're, we've definitely passed the two hours now. It's because I, I love you guys so much. And honestly, it could have gone any kind of way. It's always a bit of a roll of the dice, but uh, yeah. look, thank you. Thank you so much for each of you for being who you are and doing what you do. You, Abby, with your art, you with your channel, buddy. Thank you. And thank you for doing what you do. And just yeah. invite, uh, reached out to a random stranger on Reddit yeah. and asked you to join the podcast. And there you go. And And that's, this wonderful again no pressure at all but it ended up being this lovely thing of uh i I honestly couldn't imagine doing the rest of the searching the skies and just the podcast Mm. itself without you like you've just immediately like oh my god you guys are the you guys are the hosts like that's amazing (laughs) so (laughs) you can now officially say it's like yeah i'm the host of the zelda podcast whatever okay so you can say that okay (laughs) yeah yeah i'm that guy yeah you are you you are and abby you are that that girl so giant okay this is the third trilogy of hugs big hugs (laughs) All right, and I will see you guys on the next one, okay? All right. Take it easy. Have a great day and a good weekend. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.